Okay. Hey, well, my name's Giles Fanton. I am play the role of Billy Turner on Man in the High Castle. You gotta watch it. It's one of those amazing shows that if you don't watch it, you're gonna regret it much later on. Uh, and I'm on the Below the Belt show. The Below the Belt show is closed caption for the hearing impaired. It is now time for the Bad Boys of Baltimore. Pips up. Goes down. That's right, guys. It's time for another episode of BTV Below the Belt in the Mother Effing House. I'm your host, Al Soto, a.k.a. Celebrity Soto, your host with the most. And, guys, we have an incredible show from top to bottom. Let's go ahead and introduce our panel. That's right. She's back, guys. The lovely and talented. She's also known as Your Grace. That's the mother of dragons, the queen of the umberts. Breaker of chains. The, <laughs> the mother of dragons. <laughs> the list goes queen on. Queen of marine. Of what? Yeah. I love it. And uh, she's the one and only Morgan Fabulous. Hi, y'all. Happy Wednesday. Yes. <laughs> Morgan, great to have you back on BTV. Thanks for having me, Al. Awesome. Let's go ahead and introduce. That's right, guys. The one and the only former member of the United States Marine Corps. Yeah. He is the Captain Big Nick. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. Thank you for flying Air BTB, and please keep your seat back straight up and your seatbelts on, because it might be a bumpy flight. Um, that being said, it's going to be... Uh, going to be quite a ride. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited. Are you excited? I'm very excited, I'm guys. excited. Let's go ahead and introduce That's Right. Back on Below the Belt show, is it the second or third time? I'm not... Third time. It is three times the charm, guys. Three times a lady. <laughs> <laughs> he is cosplayer extraordinaire and production hand extraordinaire. Worked on many projects. Mm-hmm. He is the one and the only Jesse Fresco, a.k.a. Hardcore Bloodshot. That's right. That's um, where I recognize you. <laughs> <laughs> you, c- you couldn't tell because I didn't have the white skin or the red That's eyes. It. Exactly. Okay. But yeah. I have seen you <laughs> yeah. probably more times than I can remember <laughs> simply from that Bloodshot cosplay. That's right. right. I thought I recognized I'm in the bro. books now, too. Hell yeah. That's cool. Apparently, That's awesome. I'm, in, I'm now in the comics. They wrote me into the books. No shit. Yeah. That's it, fucking awesome. of, I think it's issue number five or six of, blo- of the new Bloodshot That's story that Tim Seeley is writing. That's uh, fucking awesome. The actual Bloodshot goes to a horror convention and bumps into a cosplayer that's there as Bloodshot. Mm-hmm. That's me. In your likeness? That's it. I it mean, looks a lot like, like me. I mean, they probably really like had more like hair. Did, yeah. That's that, awesome. That's pretty fucking that's rad, sick. dude. Did you confirm that that, that you were the inspiration? Uh, I, I I messaged Lisa Hawkins, who was the editor on the current book, and I said, yeah. "Thank you for putting me in the book." And she was just kind of like, 
Yeah. <laughs> so with that being said, uh, how do you feel about the Vin Diesel movie coming out? I'm sure it'll be. I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah. Um, I don't yeah. like that it's PG-13. That, oh yeah. It's yeah. PG-13. Oh, come on. That man. that that, that, right? that well, ruins it. The, the reason is because you can't release R-rated films in China. That's right. Oh. Can't do it. That's why. That's <laughs> lame. Yeah, it is what it is. Fucking so, Chinese. So China, China never gets Deadpool. It won't get. Bl- uh, no, they get a. They, they get. I think they get an edited version of oh, Deadpool. They, probably they get, get a that. very, very trimmed down version. Mm-hmm. But then you also have movies like Joker, which don't get released over there, yeah. and that's still, ah. that movie still made like a billion dollars. Yeah. Wow. Which is weird because I thought I thought Joker was like a five star performance inside a three star film. It's fine. <laughs> it's okay. But Walking Phoenix was very good in it. But the movie was just kind of like, it's just a Taxi Driver and and King of Comedy slammed together with Joker in it. You know, it's fine. It's all right. Well, guys, we have an incredible show from top to bottom. Uh, You all right there? Yes. (laughs) Oh, by the way, Morgan, you're fresh back from the Florida Keys. Ooh. It was very nice. How was your trip? I'm a little jealous. Relaxing. Yeah. Got to go to the beach. Had a lot of key lime pie. I'm very jealous. Yeah, because that's <laughs> where it comes from. I love that's it. Where, yes. That's where <laughs> key lime pie comes from. It comes from the Florida Keys. Is that bullshit? or No, that's science. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was, actually, it was it good. Has, it I actually was bullshitting. I really have no idea. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, think, I, think it was, I think it started there. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, not just a, it's not just a clever name. Speaking of desserts, we have uh, Filipino Spanish flan in studio. Flan! flan. Dude, that's tasty. Courtesy, I love flan. Courtesy of our, our caterer, Susan. Shout out to Susan for amazing food. Thank you, have. Susan. Thanks, it, it's Susan. a good consistency. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, I like really it. Good. I've had some flan, some like right? flan that's not it's as firm. Okay. It's like watery. It's kind of watery good. and grainy. Yeah. It's not as good. This was good flan. Yeah. It's good flan. Awesome, awesome. Susan, if you're listening. Just <laughs> Susan. Thank you. It was just enough For that jiggle. delicious flan. <laughs> awesome, guys. All right, Karen. <laughs> okay. We have on. an amazing calling <laughs> guest um, by our good friend, publicist extraordinaire Mike Leota brings to us an actor from Amazon Prime's new, um, I guess, somewhat dystopian thriller, um, uh, fictional historical. I don't know what genre you describe it. At this point, I'd say almost documentary. Yeah. <laughs> almost documentary. Yeah. <laughs> In some ways. <laughs> Show called Hunters on Amazon Prime. It just dropped. Yeah, dude. Uh, I believe last week or last. I think week? it was last week. Yeah, last week. Yeah. So you can catch all ten episodes now. All of us watched the first episode. We did. And we thought it was amazing. It's very good. It's very good. I. I there are some it's things. It's heavy. Where, I was stressed. Yes, I got I stressed, stressed out a couple of times. Yeah. Yes. But I was like, ooh, ooh, I'm stressed. I want, like, at one point I was shaking my fist because I wanted the yeah. guy to, like, punch the other guy. Yeah. I was like, just fucking punch him in the Are nuts. Are you talking about the scene uh, in the toy balloon shop? Yes. Uh, I was talking about that. Yes, that scene, but that also is... the bully scene. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. I wanted that fucking mm-hmm. dude to get. Uh, yeah. Yes. I wanted the, the um, Logan Lerman. Lo- I like to, that actor. Uh, yeah. He's dude, great. He's, he's great. I wanted him to just fucking like squish his nuts with his fists. Just fucking <laughs> grab him. Dude, what about the first scene? Completely. Dude. I was not prepared. Uh, no, nope, yeah. I don't think anybody was prepared for that. No. Dude, I messaged out and I was just like, A summer wow. barbecue. Turned wrong, I guess. I just, yeah. Uh, Very sim- wrong. Similar to the movie Parasite, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen that. Which, really? really? I know. I know oh, no, it's on my list. Yeah, oh, everybody that's a little says, bit of a spoiler if you Everybody says it's really good. It I is fantastic. It. But, it's uh, the first time in a long time I've seen like the movie that I think was probably 
mean, I really like The Lighthouse, but I'd say the best film that was came out last year. Yeah. yeah. I agree with The okay. Academy. That was the best film of last oh. year. Okay. Yeah. As much as I love The Lighthouse, Parasite, I think, is... The Academy... Dude, Lighthouse didn't get any love the at the Academy. Academy. It got not... one nomination for cinematography. Okay. Oh, okay. But I, fi- I figured out the reason why. Not at the SAG Cause, Awards. Because it didn't do one long take like 1917. I, I think here's the, here's the reason. Not a single frame of that movie can be shown on public television. Oh. Really? Think about that. What's Ooh. the what's the what's the uh, overall I, message I of the movie? It. It's uh, where Patton Oswalt fucks a mermaid. Oh, okay. You can't show <laughs> anything of that of that film on television. Ah, uh, yeah. Wait, Patton Oswalt's in it? Not Pat, uh, Robert Pattinson. Oh, Robert Wait Pattinson. a minute. We had the British, um, Del Toro, Guillermo Del Toro movie, Shape of Water, where yeah. there was amphibians fucking. Well, that, that movie is much more whimsical and, 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 and such, but also, yeah. also it's more bestiality than. Oh yeah, it is. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And so. also, like Lighthouse is like. Stark, black and white, creepy, okay. disturbing. It, it looks weird, but entertaining. Yeah, but we we got went on a tangent because a little uh, bit. Real back to hunters. Back to, back hunters. to hunters. The actor that's calling in is Louis Azawa. Azawa. He plays one of the Nazi hunters that was yeah. revealed yep. at the end of the first episode. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we have yet to see the best, I'm sure, of Louis's role. Mm. Uh, to come uh, on that series, so yeah, I'm, I'm sure all of us will be watching. Yeah. We're gonna talk to Lewis about more about his role, and uh, we can't wait to talk to him here on Below the Belt Show. Um, continuing with my on-location interviews from the Sundance Film Festival. Hell yeah! A film called Omnivote, which had 15 directors collaborating for this film. Wow, including that's a lot of chefs in the kitchen, man. <laughs> and I think because of all the chefs in the kitchen, mm. the kitchen became a complete disaster. Oh, <laughs> well, that explains it. That's oh, what happens. so the movie ain't that good? <laughs> it was not, I'm going to be very honest. Um, I support their, their efforts. Um, the initial first mm, act of the film was lo- really funny because it had uh, um, Adam Devine, mm. the, the yeah, actor, yeah. who's really, really funny. Um, and then it just took a complete twist. Maybe it had to do with the other directors coming aboard. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's also produced by Phil Lord of Lord and Miller fame. Yeah. Um, which yeah. Uh, I get to talk to him, guys. Phil Lord. That's pretty cool, man. Who gives us an update on Spider-Verse into the Spider-Verse. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me ask you this. Is it produced by Phil Lord or executive produced by Phil Lord? Um, there's, a, there's a difference. There's, yeah. a, there's a difference. Okay. If produce says they're actually there and it's their ideas. Executive okay. produce says they got a paycheck. Oh, I would. They that basically, they're they're, they're the ones getting the money to. And they per, found to, and they found the money. Yeah, they found the money. Yeah, but yeah, that's, that that's there's. The, the I just want to make that distinction really quick that there is a difference between executive I, I producer like, and just like, like producer. Yeah, it's all about the money when it's coming to executive something. producer. Yeah, because you're an executive. You learn. Yeah, I learned right? something. Yeah, right. right? The more you know. Mm-hmm. The more you. But yeah, 15 directors on one movie. 15 directors. That just sounds like a disaster. I talked to several. I talked to one of the directors. My co-host. Who is Trey Cheney and Lauren Francesca? Also, oh, yeah. interview some of the directors, and also Trey interviews Jason David Frank, the Green Ranger, who makes an. Hey, I know him. Yeah, that's, he's a good guy. Yeah. Good guy. That's who, rad. who actually makes an appearance in Omnivote as well. Oh, so, nice. those interviews uh, will be played during the show as well. So, let's go ahead and do what we do best, guys. Let's, let's talk everything going on in the world of entertainment. Entertainment. It is time for the Hollywood Report. That's hot. That's bananas. That's off the chain. Entertainment, guys. So I know, Jesse, you've been uh, reviewing Batman v Superman intently. Okay, so let me preface this. (laughs) So I also work with another podcast called The Film Rescue Show, where we take... 
movies <laughs> that... New, Nick is getting nude, by the I'm way. I'm getting fucking naked all of a sudden. I was trying to take my hoodie <laughs> off and my fucking shirt came work. off, too. So that was a little awkward. <laughs> you had a nipple two feet... <laughs> Yeah, your eye, man. <laughs> and it wasn't it wasn't a good looking one no. either. So it's above the belt. It is. It's above the belt. <laughs> See what I did there? Anyways, anyways. I'm fully clothed. You may continue. Uh, so I work with another podcast called the Film Rescue yes, Show. Yes. Go to filmrescueshow.com. You'll see all of our episodes where we take movies that either failed or were disappointing, and we first half of the episode we usually just take a dump on the movie. Like, there you go. As like you should. I did Man of Steel, and I did like a like an hour and a half of just ranting about how the movie's a giant pile of crap. And then the last half is we pitch a new version. Either some person does a singular pitch. Time we should improve it. Oh. Way to improve it, make it better, you know, or just outright rewrite the entire thing. We've had some crazy ones recently. I'd we be did, curious um, to know about Last Jedi. Oh, uh, they did that actually. Yeah, okay. they did. They did Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker is going to be a trilogy of episodes. Oh, good. One oh, is wow. okay. fan pitches. Another one will be singular pitches from the hosts. Mine what? is immensely depressing because everybody dies in the end. And the last <laughs> what episode is going wow. to be a Patreon episode where we just take a giant shit on the movie because none oh of us like none of us like the movie. <laughs> Me neither. Nobody like. I don't think anybody that, wow. that I didn't like it, man. It's, I didn't like it. Name it's one. Like, name one scene in that movie. Name a scene. In Rise of Skywalker. Yes. Name one scene. Um, the, I, what the fuck, they just killed Chewie scene. But then they did. But that's JK. also connected to the jumping over the TIE fighter thing. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really stop right there. So yeah. a scene is meant to be a singular, like, moment in a film. It's like its own little world. The movie moves so fast. It, it never stops. Because it, it had to make up for the lost time of the second film. Yeah. Right. So it's basically like everything we did in the second film, ah, forget it, never happened. Just forget it. I mean, it said that every, anyone that liked The Last Jedi hated um, Rise. Everybody that, lo- that that hated Last Jedi loved Rise. See, I so liked, I liked The Force Awakens and I hated the rest. I, wow. That's kind of the consensus. They get yeah. progressively worse. My yeah. opinion of Last no. Jedi has significantly improved now after. You Rise would Skywalker. rank Last Jedi better than Rise of Skywalker. Hmm? At least what? they at least they tried something, and it visually looks looks really really good. I put Grace. Did you finally get a chance to see Rise? You haven't, have you? Oh, <laughs> I'll put it to you this way. I put Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker at the bottom. Wow. Below yeah, episode one. Below Ouch. episode yeah, two. Like Below the Christmas special, <laughs> damn it. Ooh. Oh. All right. But anyways. Anyways, wild so, tangent. So Batman v Superman. So I did Man of Steel, and I rewrote the whole thing. <laughs> okay. So my pitch basically just pulled out. For those of you guys that don't know, Zack Snyder is an Ayn Rand objectivist. And he used the Fountainhead as the basis point for Batman v Superman, which is why the movie is a clusterfuck. Mm. Mm, you, okay. Yeah. So it, the movie feels bloated, overlong, overstuffed, okay. just like the Fountainhead yeah. <laughs> and like all of Ayn Rand's writing. Yeah. And so I basically just took all that stuff out, put in some heart and some real characters, and just made it a regular Superman movie. Oh, good. And I put in Lex Luthor. He's in there. I put John Jones in there. I made okay. it. I made it a fun movie. And so now I have to because that. Not John Bones Jones, but the Martian Manhunter. The Martian yeah. Manhunter. Yeah. He's in there. <laughs> See, I know about Martian Yeah, and I, I wrote in that the um, the Kryptonians, uh, they make peace with the human race, and they colonize Mars. They terraform Mars. So wow. now Mars is the new Krypton. So I've written that in, wow. and that's how they find John Jones in, hidden underneath the surface of Mars. So I've written oh, cool. that in, and so... Dude, you should try to pitch it, man. Uh, yeah, that, that was my pitch for Man of Steel, and so... From that point, I, I said, well, if it does really well, then we'll go ahead and we'll do BBS. I'll just do it. Wow. And then the retention got really good. It said 110, 
185%. It's like people were re-downloading and re-listening to the episode, and it was like, well, shit, I gotta there do BBS now. Yeah, so I'm working on that now, and I'm doing research. I'm research. I'm researching. Um, was it Superman City of Tomorrow? Okay. Uh, Last Son of Krypton. I've got Brainiac in there. I've got Lex nice. Luthor in there. Nice. And basically, the idea is that Lex Luthor, because he's paranoid about the Kryptonians invading again, is creating a massive global network that will police the world run by he says the ANIAC was the very first computer system to ever be created now I'm introducing the upgrade Brainiac based oh. on Kryptonian technology what a that dick. is basically an AI program that will police the world because Superman can't be there all the time Brainiac can <laughs> just like Facebook it's yeah. there in your pocket all the time Brainiac is there all the time well guys and there's news on um, the Batman film uh, as oh yeah know. Uh, How about have, that suit, huh? Yeah, what, buddy. First of all, what do you guys think of the suit? But I, there's actually some breaking news. Uh, but go ahead, and what do you guys uh, overall fi- think? It looks fine. Yeah, okay. it's, yeah. A, it's Batman. Every, so. Everybody that's complained about like the Ben Affleck suit, they loved it by the time the movie came out. Right. right. Yeah. And plus, we know that there's going to be a CGI cape, so I think they're going full spawn with this. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, yeah. and that's it's fine. Cool. That's there's cool. been leaked photos uh, from set that show that Batman does not have a cape this time. Which I don't know if this I is. Need to Google this. I mean, practicality wise, I mean, unless he's using it as the glider thing, um, or maybe. maybe. Yeah. Is, then it's is, just is a kite man going to show up? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he's on a motorbike. Yeah. That's um, cool. So that's another thing that they observed, and so is someone else. So that, I guess that's those are the mm-hmm. the shots that were leaked. But that doesn't mean he won't have a cape in the rest yeah. of the film. I, I mean, mean for me, the way I see it, they've they've done so many Batmans at this point. Right? It's let's let's try let's something try. new. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, Batman Beyond doesn't have a fucking cape. Yeah, mm-hmm. good point. So he doesn't have a cape. There you yeah. go. There's even, you know, there's other, like, otherworldly versions. Been Bruce yeah. Wayne got killed. Who was the guy that took over for him? His dad, Thomas Wayne. Not Thomas Wayne. There was another one. Oh, some asshole. I don't know. Uh, some guy took over back in the 90s. He was, like, a, he was insane or something like that. Mm-hmm. can't remember his name, but he had a very weird suit with, like, claws on his fingers or his something like that. Bat guy. Yeah, it was, it was weird. It they wasn't had, bat They had a crossover guy. with the Punisher at one point. Oh, it that's was right. odd. It that's was really right. weird. Anyways, now of course DC might be bought up by Marvel. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I, that's I think that's a huge rumor. I, no, AT and T apparently know. wants to sale. AT and T apparently wants to sale. They want those billions. So they make would, more money off of that make, than they would with making movies. Which mm-hmm. would mean if that's the case, then DC would go to Disney Plus. Yep, that'd be cool. Holy hell! Yep. Less, that's it's less. That's like, less streaming like services. I, said, I gotta pay Disney for. Disney is gonna own everything within yeah, ten why years. Why can't it just all be under one? They need to. <laughs> they need uh, the Infinity Gauntlet. I know. I know. Because <laughs> it's illegal. Yeah. They but guys, we have some Star Wars news. And, and oh yeah. Let's talk about the High Republic. I'm sure you heard excited. about it, guys. Yep. So, um, so on Monday night, Disney and Lucasfilm unveiled the details of an ambitious. Publishing event that will mm-hmm. unfold over comics and novels will, as you know, mm-hmm. will probably most likely be adapted for future films. Yeah, future they films, didn't shows, video games. I guess they didn't really confirm whether the next three films that are supposed to come out in 2022. They're mm-hmm. taking a break. 24, far, I think they're taking a break right now. Are, those are the they going to feature the High Republic uh, story or is it going to be something different? I think it's a well, good idea. I think ago. it's a good idea for them to. I mean, it's the Knights of the Old Republic is essentially what it all is, and that's cool. I'm yeah. I'm down with them digging into that because there's a just a well of yeah. content for them to make off of that as long as it doesn't thousands of generations you know, of Jedi, right? That, yeah, uh, that's what Obi Wan. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, if they if they stick with the 200 years before the Skywalker saga, they can make exactly. some cool shit. Exactly, 200 yeah. as long as it you know doesn't know. suck. They can still have familiar face faces like a middle aged Yoda. Yeah. So instead of a senior yeah, yeah, citizen yeah. Yoda. Yeah. Um, yeah. A much younger Chewbacca, maybe. Yeah, but they can also bring yeah. in like Dark Raven and all those fucking yeah. cool characters from Knights of the Old Republic. 
That's right. And 3PO and R2 could somehow wind up? Well, 3PO, no, because no, he was, 3PO was built he by was Anakin. R2, maybe. I don't R2, know. R2, you're right, maybe. Maybe. Uh, 3PO was created in Episode 1. Yes. So, Would, yeah. Does anybody else find that very weird and coincidental? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> a little on the creepy so, side. I'm really looking forward to seeing what they come out with. So am I. Uh, film-wise, another series on, on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, buddy. Wait and see. Yeah. I really think they should just stick with with Man. shows on, on Disney at this point. Yeah. Because I think that really? Rise of Skywalker did, didn't... So 2022 is still too soon, you think? Oh, God, it's way That's too soon. when they're projecting Way the too soon. They're Wait, seeing a hiatus. And, and also still. now with like the recent news that Bob yeah. Iger has stepped down from Disney, mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. that sounds like a massive restructuring of Disney. Yeah. Because Rise of Skywalker was That's not right. well-received. It made money, yes, but considering the budget of that film, it made decent money. What they need to do is dump Kathleen Kennedy and put Dave yeah. Filoni or John mm-hmm. Favreau in there. What well, do you think about uh, Bob stepping down, though, guys? That is, I think, that honestly, is it, I was kind of surprised. It, 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 it's partially a response to um, negative response to Star Wars. Really? Yeah. I, and also, yeah. it might be this merger that's going through. Because he never confirmed the reason. Why? It but, might be the AT&T thing. Know. It might be because Disney wants to buy AT&T, right. and he just didn't want to do it, and they finally overruled him. Maybe they, maybe his his um, group of people that work below, below him overruled him. Maybe he was forced out of the company. But we don't know. So the we new, don't know. We the don't new know. CEO is Bob Chappick. Um, they have a thing about Bob. So Bob yeah. to Bob. Bob Bob's so got to run the show Bob? here. Mm-hmm. What is it with Bob? He was chairman odd. of the parks, the Disney parks. Yeah. Uh, the experiences and the uh, consumer products division, and has been with Disney for 27 years. So mm. he has experience in the company. Yeah, he knows the huge promotion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so he's now the CEO. So don't oh. fuck up, Bob. Everybody's watching. <laughs> Bob, Bob number, number two. two. Bob, <laughs> that was good. That was good. <laughs> number two, Bob. Speaking of Disney, the new Disney Pixar film Onward will feature the first animated LGBTQ character. Okay. Um, it will be Officer Spectre, a Cyclops police officer, uh, voiced by Emmy win Emmy winning actress and screener screenwriter Lena Waite. Um, so okay. they're doing a little more of this, as you know. Rise of Skywalker had the first LGBT kiss on the <laughs> for, uh, for one second, <laughs> and which could easily be excised <laughs> for the Chinese release. And it was 100. <laughs> that's why. It that's why it's a cutaway because right, they could right. excise that from the Chinese release. That's I don't know how, how much they could excise this specific scene. I, I think because but animated films don't need to go overseas. They make enough money here because kids go to see them. Yeah, like that's they they, they make enough money over here. They don't need to go overseas. Right. Okay. Yeah. So live action is much bigger risk. Yeah. yeah. So the I guess what happens in the scene in Onward is the character and her cop partner, uh, voiced by Ali Wong, hmm. pull over a driver who claims she was distracted because his girlfriend's sons have been <coughs> acting up. Hmm. And my girlfriend's daughter got me pulling my hair. So that's the scene. There will be a kiss, but it, it's a character that yeah. is... This is a cartoon? This is Onward. It stars Tom Holland and Christopher Pratt. Oh. Yeah. Christopher Pratt. I'm oh, sorry, Chris Pratt. <laughs> Christopher Pratt. <laughs> Star, so Star-Lord and Spider-Man are back together again. Yes, they Star-Lord sure are. and Spider-Man are back. Yeah. There we go. Christopher but Christopher Pratt. and Thomas Holland. <laughs> so that should be pretty interesting. Wasn't Ali Wong in Birds of Prey? Um, wasn't she? No, isn't she called Always Be My Maybe? Yeah, yeah, yeah she was. She's yeah. Always Be but My Maybe. No, Ali Wong was in... Wasn't she in Birds of Are you thinking she's Cassandra Cain? No, that, that actually is way think... younger. 
Yeah. Wait a minute. No, okay. that's a good. That's I gotta a, look this. Get, get look on that IMDb, up. sir. Look that up. Get, look get that to work. Get to work. There. Anyways, continue, sir. Continue. <laughs> while, while he's Moving looking, on. While he's looking that up, um, news on the Jurassic Park film, which I'm excited because. Oh yeah. It brings back Those the original cast. Story. Finally, Sam Neill's back in the frame, Sam man. Sam Neill and Jeff Goldblum. Laura Dern. Laura Dern. Is Laura back. Dern without purple hair. <laughs> Admiral Holdo is back. No. They have a title now, guys. It's called Dominion. Dominion. Jurassic Park Dominion. Dominion. Um, oh, yeah, she was in Birds of Prey. Oh, hell yeah. She was Ellen Yee. She was uh, oh. the girlfriend. To, Good for um, you, Ali Wong. The ex of, um, what the hell is her go. name? Um, oh, who's the, the, the cop? Who's the cop? Some asshole. Oh, oh Rosie Press. Rosie Press. The, the, the cop chick? Yeah, the, the, who's, the poli- who's the police officer in Birds of Prey? What's Rosie Press. The female? Yes. Rosie Press. Rosie, Rosie Press. Yes, yeah. yeah well, I, can't I, can't remember, I can't remember her character's name. Oh yeah, her Montoya, character. Montoya, yeah, Montoya, yeah. That's yeah, it. Yeah. She's her ex-girlfriend. That's, ah. right. that's right. She works for the DA. And hey, so mm. the, the DC has also LGBT representation. Yeah, yeah there you go. Yeah, so yeah. There, there you, you go. go. Everybody should be happy at all mm. fronts. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, filming has begun on this. Uh, I guess uh, third film in the new f- in the new iteration, yeah. Uh, yeah. And I believe the overall it's, sixth a, film? it's a sequel trilogy. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's all linked in, right? Yeah. These yeah. are these are so all the same universe. So this is the sixth film, I think. Too. Yeah. Okay. The sixth movie. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um. So Chris Evans, uh, Captain America himself, is in early talks to join Warner Brothers' upcoming adaptation of Little Shop of Horrors. <laughs> third <know>. one. <laughs> third time. <laughs> the yeah. Th- I've only because seen the original the movie was Roger Corman, uh-huh. and then it got remade with Rick Moranis. That's yeah. the one. I, that's the one everybody knows. That's the one everybody knows. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. But the original one was. You gotta uh, go to the well again. I, yeah. that's what I mean, the, the original movie was shot in three days. What? Three Whoa, days. That's Roger Corman movies yeah, shot. Yeah, I I got one take. Do everything. Production <laughs> was on films back then, though, wasn't it? Was that typical? That's exhausting. Was that? It's was it lot. typical for yeah, films? Oh, no. no. Roger Corman's movies were shot very quickly and very cheaply because he had no money. Okay. So they were shot so mm. cheaply that they were, they were guaranteed to make profit. Wow. Didn't mean the movies were good. I mean, Jack Nicholson was in the original uh, the original right. movie. Yeah. So, yeah. I wouldn't say the movie's good, but it's... Was he the dentist? Yes, he's the dentist. I'm hoping that's who Chris Evans plays is the dentist. I believe he's in the dentist. Okay, so he hasn't signed yet, but he's in talks. Oh, he's in talks. Okay. To play the sadistic, diabolical dentist, oh, Doctor Orange. He'd be good at that. Perfect casting. He'd be good at that. Perfect casting. Role played by Steve Martin's Frank and uh, Frank Oz's '86 yeah. film, which is yes, that's the one. Rick Moranis, yes. who, mm-hmm. who you ironically, Frank, we'll, we'll be back in uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. That's uh, right. A saw, sequel yeah. series, I believe, or a film. I'm not sure. I think it's a. Is that a film? I think it's a film. Okay. Also, and ironically, him, Frank Oz appeared in a mm-hmm. small role in Knives Out, which also starred Chris Evans. I still haven't seen Knives Out, nor, really? do, I pl- nor really do I good. plan to, uh, just out of sheer principle. Oh, because you're not a fan of Ryan Johnson. Because I loathe Ryan Johnson you're, to you're, the core oh, of my soul. You loathe him for uh, Last Jedi. For but he does, outside of Star Wars, he does okay. I don't give a shit. Out, outside, <laughs> of, outside of Star Wars, he's really, really good. I've said this multiple times on our other podcast. <laughs> that fuck that guy. <laughs> outside of, he directed the best outside episode of Breaking really Bad. Not. He's best got a very punchable face. Oh, snap. That, you know, in that case, I will these. not disagree oh, with you. Oh, yeah. wow. But yeah. Outside of Star Wars, he's really, really hey, good. To each their own. I'm not against other people liking Ryan Johnson. I just know I want to punch the fucking kid wow. in the face. Wow. <laughs> Fuck that guy. All right, big news in the Indiana Jones.
Thrones five film. Steven Spielberg is no longer directing Thank this God. film. There we go. Thank God. A lot of people were upset about that. Um, he's getting old, man. Yeah. He's, he's, he's Homeboy old needs to retire now. He needs to retire. In the first time in the franchise's history, it's now going to go to James Mangold of Ford versus Ferrari. Good choice, actually. Be all right. Um, yeah. Well, it says he's in talks to take the job. Yeah. I'm sure mm-hmm. he'll accept it. My God, it's Indiana fucking Jones. I yeah. mean, come on, it's a big payday. Movies um, like that kind of kind of make themselves. Just make yeah, it fun. Yeah. It's it's kind of simple. Just have some fun action scenes. Yeah. Simple plot. Is my main man Shia LaBeouf coming back? Did you like oh, the Crystal yeah. Skull? Did you Not really, it? but okay. I like Shia LaBeouf. You like so. Shia LaBeouf, yeah. yeah he's a, it's supposed to be old Indiana Jones. Yeah, yeah he's it's, like he's like seventy something now. So, so yeah, like, yeah, Harrison Ford will be back. Uh, it doesn't. It didn't say whether. I wonder how old his stunt double is going to be. Shia he's doing a lot of work in that movie. <laughs> a wig. I'm sure we'll work on. I'm sure there'll be like a digital de-aging of like this yeah. story in the past has to go he has to yeah, solve go. it in the future Harry right? Ford right? man he just all he wants to do is grunt point and make some money okay yeah. <laughs> let him do that let the stunt let the stunt guy do his job well yeah as you know he's uh, promoting his latest film Call of the Wild which uh, <laughs> Call of the Wild yeah, yeah so, couldn't they have uh, used an actual dog yeah, they went to Why? A tiger, I get it. A polar bear, yes. The Timmy Failure. Like, would, p- it, would it have been tiger cheaper to have a trained dog? You know, what, you know what it is? They, it. None of it was shot on location. It's all shot in a studio. Yeah. And that's just weird. It's like, why not go and actually film The irony location? of that, wow. that they filmed Call of the Wild indoors. Yeah. yeah. Shot in a studio I, in California. Because you, know, you know they're not putting Harrison Ford in, 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 He's not going in, outside. That, in that kind of weather. Yeah, Harrison Ford's like, fuck outside. I'm going to grunt and point, and you're going to give me a million dollars. Grunt and point to the green huge, screen. Yeah. That's right. He's the a green huge screen. stoner these days. Hell, good for him. Yeah. <laughs> He's a huge stoner. If, if, I, if I, I made it to that. Harrison Ford level of fame, that's all I'd do. Yeah. Grunt, point, make a million dollars, smoke a lot yeah. of weed. Living off royalties. Yeah, and, buddy. I mean, speaking of uh, action stars who won't quit, uh, yep. Bruce Willis is uh, working on a new sci-fi film <laughs> oh, called Anti-Life. It's an action Feature from Bruce. Die um, Hard in Space. Yes, he plays a hardened mechanic picked to stay awake and maintain an interstellar arc on a spaceship fleeing a diet a dying planet Earth with a few thousand survivors on board. Um, so it's Chris Pratt and passengers, but without Chris Pratt and what's her, what's her face? And Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So we'll have to check that one out when that comes out. Get that paycheck, Bruce. Yeah. Get that paycheck. He's just not really trying anymore. He's really not. <laughs> Bruce. No. You know, well, on my other podcast, whenever Bruce Willis comes up, we always just say, and Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh. We, we, were, we replace him with Joseph Gordon-Levitt because, yeah. you know, that's the trope of this season. Yep. <laughs> oh, man. So STX Films has acquired the North American rights to Gunpowder Milkshake. What a name of a film. Gunpowder Milkshake. That sounds fun. It's a female-fronted action film starring the amazing Karen Gillan. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. We love her. Oh, yeah. We love her um, as Nebula in the Guardians of the Galaxy. Of course. Mm-hmm. Of course, from Doctor Who and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, as one half of a mother-daughter assassin team. Um, also starring is Lena Headey, Cersei herself, mm-hmm. <laughs> Angela Bassett, Michelle Yeoh. Wow, some good oh, cast. Sounds like a really good. This sounds really good. Yeah. Right? Michelle Yeoh's in it. That means there's gonna be some kick-ass fights. Yeah. Car- Carla uh, Gugino. Though I will say. And Paul Giamatti. Oh hell yeah! Wow. I will say, however, a, a mother-daughter assassin team. I feel like that'd be risky. Like if I'm not gonna have my fucking kid kill people with me, that's so dangerous. <laughs> so yeah. dangerous. I'm not about that. You're fucking. <laughs> they, you're, have to, they have to convince you. Though, yeah, right? the daughter's you're gonna be the guy on the couch, you, or the guy in the chair. You're gonna be behind the computer. I'm gonna be the one doing right. all the killing. Right. 
agree. And I get it. You want to watch it and you want to be convinced that it's, it's Yeah, because like one of them's going to get shot and then, oh no, my mom is dead. <laughs> well, and she has to live on the legacy. Yeah. Or it's... Of killing. Oh, no, my daughter died because I made bad choices. <laughs> right. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's see. So, I know you're... Are you a Fifty Shades of Grey fan? Okay. And a I fan mean, of the film? No, I am a fan of pop culture. Okay, right. So, good. I read them because, okay. just like I read Twilight, I didn't... Okay. Yeah. Society... Like, Guilty pleasure, Twilight, I mean, no, all I five like, films. I mean, I'm I sorry. like all things. Sorry, not sorry. No, I like all things <laughs> magic and like vampires, but like yeah, yeah. I thought the books were trivial. Like I'm a reader, okay. so like I well, thought they were trivial. Have you I read Fifty Shades? Truth. I've read all of them. Okay. I thought it was like it's mm-hmm. they're not like Pulitzers. It's just for the sex part. Right. And so yeah. I saw all the movies for the same reason. You right? want to read about pulsing members and shit. I, don't I mean, but know. it wasn't like, oh my God. Like, there were people, there were people that were like obsessed with these. Like, right. Yeah. yeah. I remember them going to the movie theaters, like, oh my God, I love this. And I'm like, I remember going to see the film, the first yeah. Fifty Shades, and a woman goes, I'm already wet at the beginning of the film. Stop it. That's, <laughs> a, that's <laughs> amazing. She yelled, I'm already wet. But they should have gone, what's your <laughs> phone number? <laughs> Should have locked that down, man. You had an opportunity there. I had a date. I mean, Wasted. So. Oh, God. For anybody out there that's curious, you, wait. You took a date to Fifty Shades of Grey. The first Fifty Shades of Grey film. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. I hope you locked that down that, that night. How did that turn yeah. out? Yeah, that was good. It ended positively. Yes, yes. The good for you. Oh, there you go. Yes. He came with a plan, man. Yeah, that, was, that was a minute ago, but it was fun. That's cool, brother. That's cool, brother. <laughs> but uh, they're adapting E.L. James' next um, book, uh, the author of Fifty Shades. Uh, it's called um, The Mister, which the follows Mister. a another, wealth <laughs> another <laughs> wealthy, good-looking man. Uh-huh. <laughs> the wealthy and a sexy secretary <laughs> with, who's got who's got mommy and daddy issues. Mm-hmm. That's not, <laughs> who's into S and M. So that's how he. That's got how a he big coped. pulsing member. <laughs> No, seriously, wait. What is it? Okay, so it's a, oh, what's a, wealthy, what's the a wealthy British aristocrat. Oh, he's British. That makes all the difference. Oh, hello. hello. My name is yes. Mr. My name is <laughs> Mr. Uh, Mr. Black instead of Mr. Mr. Gray. Mr. Gray. I'm Mr. <laughs> slightly darker gray. Yes. <laughs> I'm about 49 and a half shades. Yes. Right, so the aristocrat falls in love. With what? his Albanian housekeeper. There it is. Oh, see, they're making it multicultural. And she's so oh. Yeah. Oh, here's a good part. Yep. Unaware that she is on the run from a from vicious <sighs> human traffickers. Ooh. So it's okay. So they made it. So um, it's Fifty Shades so with a statement. So yes. it's got girl with the dragon tattoo vibes, I guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which, I mean, are, which are also not imagine well Fifty Shades books. of Grey with Elizabeth Salander. That'd be fucking. You call Fifty Shades cool. of the Dragon Tattoo? Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> you know that would be an interesting fucking movie. That's okay. I would watch the fuck out of Fifty Shades with the Dragon Tattoo. <laughs> That'd be entertaining as fuck. <laughs> oh, you guys, you're you hysterical. So you mentioned Parasite a little earlier. The film made history mm-hmm. as the first foreign language film to win Best Picture, as we all know. Um, Hulu gained exclusive rights yeah. to stream. Oh. Dropping that money. When's Parasite? that happening? Um, or is it already? It will be available April 8th because it's still doing well in the theaters. The film's been yeah. out for a minute. Maybe I'll go see yeah. it. I typically theater. just rent stuff on Vudu now. I just I just don't like going to the theaters. I just, okay. I just hate it. I hate going to the theaters. They're, well, I, some blockbusters, <laughs> like I know you're going to see Bloodshot in the theaters. Well, yeah. <laughs> like 
I'm, I, like, like, I'm bummed yeah. I missed 1917. Like I, I, like 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 I feel like big movies, good for the a theater. The cinematic but, experiences. But I small like, movies, like mm-hmm. character pieces, like Parasite, best views at home. Well, a lot of films okay. are going straight to Netflix. Yeah. Let yeah. me ask you this. What kind of like TV setup you got home? You got like a big TV, good sound system? Yeah, no. It's coming over? It's just a Roku TV. Oh, okay. I have no sound That's what I have yeah. yeah. See, I got I got the the man cave with the big screen yeah. and the okay. sound so system and shit. If I had the money for that, I would get it, but I don't. <laughs> well, I the SAGs act after a member. We, yeah. uh, I got my uh, screener copy. Yep. Yep. Like, oh, ain't you celebrity soda over here? <laughs> God damn it. I still like going to the movie theater, but I go either really early yeah. or I go late. Because because yeah. somewhere yeah. in the realm, it became commonplace for assholes to just continue to talk and not talk oh, yeah. the movies anymore. Oh, they should have known. When the fuck did that start? I hate it. Anyways, continue. So we mentioned someone mentioned the coronavirus earlier, or do they not? Oh, someone mentioned China earlier. (laughs) I mean, it's all over the news. Good segue, bro. Good segue. So uh, Paramount is delaying plans for a three work three week shoot of Tom Cruise's Mission Impossible Seven in Venice, Italy. I did see that, yeah. Because Italy has more than 150 cases. Jesus Christ. Damn, dude. So it's going to other countries. You guys, you guys got face masks or gas masks? It might be a good idea. I just don't leave my house. Anyone has to go out of the country. I mean, you say that, but when I was on the flight to Mm -hmm. Key West, Mm -hmm. there were three people that had on face masks. Yeah, not fucking around. My boyfriend Matt goes. He's like, oh, that's really smart. If I don't want anyone to sit next to me, I should just put the face mask on because no one wanted to sit next to the lady that had it on. There you go, see? When, funny see. enough, she was probably just like, but I don't want to sit next to you. I don't think they were, yeah, I don't yeah. think they were being preventive. They weren't preventive. They weren't being proactive, like right. reactive. Exactly, yeah. yeah so. see. Mm-hmm. It, you know, some people wear them as fashion statements. I saw people at KatsuCon wearing it. Why I, I don't get that. Why would they wear the face But there are. Con crud, man. Yeah. Is it because of Concrud, they're just... Hell yeah. It wasn't a fashion statement? Probably not. I mean, there was this one... I didn't um, go to Katsu, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, That's fair. You know the guy that cosplays Deadpool and goes to the cons? He's got a YouTube channel. There's like 10 of them. There's 10 people. of them, yeah. but there's one guy that's a little bit more YouTube famous than the rest of them. Okay. And I met him at AwesomeCon one year, and okay. he, first he was signing autographs without his costume, and he was wearing one of those masks. And I was like, yo, what's the deal? Are you trying to hide your secret mm-hmm. identity or something? He's like, nah, man, Concrud. And I'm like, well, oh, that makes sense. Ooh, so there it is. Concrud. Yeah, man. Concrud's for common. It is. Fucking a lot of people in one people are gross. Area. I don't think I've ever gotten sick from a convention. I think I'm, I've been very lucky. That's because you're covered in white paint. Nobody wants to touch you. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the coronavirus also affected the, the China release of Sonic the Hedgehog, which is still the number one movie. Mm. Um, originally set to debut on February 28th. They have to delay the release of. Have Sonic. you guys seen Sonic the Hedgehog yet? No, I'll pass. I haven't yet. Yeah. I heard I it was to. good. I, I heard it was it. actually Finally good. Finally, after they kids made movie, him. I'm not. No, no not well, for me. They said it's tailored for kids and adults, guys. So it might I'm be good. You're I, I could wait. My, I could wait till. Not my taste I think in the movies. Pop, well, the, not me too. However, the the reviews have been great. Yeah. Both critics and audiences alike, and I think Maybe it's I'll worth. Go for that it's worth checking out. Um. I mean, it's not my taste in movies. I just really yeah. I rewatched Bone Tomahawk this morning. That's where my taste is. There you go. <laughs> That's so. fair. The legendary Kurt Russell. Oof, I love yeah, that. Sonic's still the number one movie. The number two movie is Call of the Wilds, which is no surprise there. Birds <laughs> of Prey 
Birds of Prey dropping to the third most popular film. That movie just can't catch a break. You really can't, man. It's a fantastic man. film. I love Did you, did you get a chance to see I it? Didn't, I haven't had I a chance to see anything. Oh, movie, okay. okay. I liked it. It's I okay. enjoyed it. It's a fun film, right? It's a, yeah. I, it, it, it's I, a fun I just, film. It's, I described it like Deadpool mm-hmm. 2. It's a mess, but it's a fun mess. Did you it's like kind, it better it's than kind of flabby with it. down with that. Yeah, it's it's kind of flabby with the structure. It feels like they even do the uh, rewind the film in the middle of the movie. It's directly ripped off yeah. from Deadpool. It's yeah. like mm. it feels a lot like, a, it, and also mm. you notice how the action scenes look a lot like a John Wick movie. You know why that that's is? Because that's popular now. No, because it was reshot by Chaz Tehelsky, who came in to reshoot oh, yeah. all the action scenes. So because. if it looks like a John Wick movie, it's because he reshot all the, the big action scenes. Action scenes I've seen. Oh, yeah. he, he knows how to do action, he, he, and he ori- oh, yeah. the original cut you of the action scenes were yeah, good. Yeah, I, I want. That's all my. You gotta list. see Birds yeah. of Prey. Yeah, I will say the way they uh, mm-hmm. they get rid of the main bad guy is quite amazing. <laughs> Oh, yeah. oh, it was fantastic. Yeah, is it better movies. than Suicide Squad? Oh God, yes, leaps and bounds. Yes, like, yes, okay, cool. A, a bucket of shit is better than Suicide Squad. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I will say there are unfortunately a few scenes that still have that same color palette as Suicide Squad. That three shades of concrete yeah. visual huh. style. Yeah, yeah. That does annoy me, but I think now they're kind of moving away from like it. One more color than the Sin City films. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like we can we don't need to have grayscale all the time, guys. Right, we can have right. some color in here. Yeah. I agree, dude. I agree. Uh, Bram's The Boy 2. I'm not familiar with this film. Is it the fourth film? <laughs> it's, it's, no idea. Apparently it's doing okay. It's number four. Yeah. And, and Bad Boys for Life rounding up the top five. Bad so. Boys for Life. I'll catch that when and, it's on uh, something. Right. Yeah. What number is this? Three. Oh, that's it? Yeah. yeah. Why did I feel like there were more? Because it was like 11 years ago when <laughs> the last one came out. <laughs> oh, it was longer than 11 years ago. That movie uh, came out in like 2000. God. Oh, was it? Like 2002 See, or I something. haven't seen Bad Boys for Life. Oh. Yeah. Elizabeth yeah. Moss's next film, uh, Blumhouse Productions. Um, Invisible Man. Invisible Man. Oh, I got to Par- see that. Yeah, so you will go to the I'm going. That, that's the one I'm going to go see because the director of that did uh, Upgrade, which mm-hmm. I really loved Upgrade. And uh, the Invisible Man, just that trailer is just like, mm-hmm. is she, is he, is he really invisible or is she just crazy? And you just, you don't know. And it's just like, maybe she's having really bad PTSD flashbacks right now. Yeah, yeah expect this really good. It, that trailer just like office, sold me. The trailer looks good. I think earlier reviews, if I'm not mistaken. 91% on Rotten Tomatoes. This Friday. This Friday. Oh, 91% on Rotten Tomatoes. All right. Near perfect. Well, this is Moss been doing great with horror. She was in the uh, the film Us, as you know. She yeah. that. And mm-hmm. She's on uh, Handmaid's Tale. Handmaid's she's Tale. one oh, of the best God. actresses right it's now. Kind of an Talk ar- about yeah. that. that Homegirl was on Mad Men, too. That's right, yeah. Yep. Keep up the good yeah. work, Elizabeth Moss. No doubt. Um, let's see. Let's move on to television, guys. TV. Um, on Netflix, guys, um, there is a film um, starring Don Johnson, James Badge Dale, uh, James Cromwell, and the Crown Breakout star Aaron Darty, in and the one and only Finn from Star Wars. Hmm. Uh, in Netflix, Rebel Ridge. It's a thriller from hmm. the Green Room writer-director, Jeremy uh, Saulnier. Jeremy Saulnier. Oh, I like yes. that. He's a he's a, a local from Virginia, I think. He's, oh, he's cool. a yeah, guy. he nice. um they filmed a movie in Virginia called Blue Ruin. Very small okay. movie that um part of it shot in Virginia, part of it shot in Pennsylvania, part was shot mm-hmm. in Ocean City. Even Funland from Ocean City is actually in Blue Ruin. They did Green mm-hmm. Room together. Um, okay. And that the uh, his friend Macon Blair appears in all of his movies. Hmm. 
Yeah. So th- this is going straight to Netflix. As you know, Netflix wants to do those blockbuster straight mm-hmm. Netflix movies w- that will not hit the theater. Yeah. That's As cool. you know, Irishman did have a limited theater run, but. It did, uh, so we could get it in the Oscars. The Ryan yeah. Reynolds. Yeah, exactly. The Ryan. <laughs> uh, yes, it yeah. wouldn't qualify for that. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is the rule, unfortunately. Um, Ryan Stupid Reynolds, uh, the. Under- 600 rounds. Oh, I, I saw the first 20 oh. minutes of it. And oh, I got God. busy. That we tried to fix that on yeah. on on uh, Film Rescue. That episode never came out because we're <laughs> like, "Fuck it, we can't fix it. It's broken. <laughs> you just can't fix it. It is a mess." Is that Michael Bay? Didn't go to theaters. Yeah. <laughs> was that a Michael Bay? Michael Bay. Oh my. It's Michael Bay at his full Michael Bayness. Oh, it Michael is Bay. a- absolute trash. <laughs> Don't watch that movie. Michael it's okay. It's already Bay. on Netflix, so it's not. Yeah. Have to see it theater. <laughs> just like Zack Snyder movies, he's out of theaters now. He's not my problem anymore. Um, oh. If you're missing. Um, uh, um, medieval, you know, set of uh, uh, series. Something you know, Game, of Thrones Game of Thrones. There's something on Netflix called The Letter for the King. Okay. It's a new oh, fantasy yeah. series. I saw the trailer. It's based on the best-selling 1962 novel of the same name by Tonke Dratt. Um, it's a six-episode series that um, drops on March 20th. Okay. If you want to check it out. All right. That All reminds right. me. Have you guys seen the trailer for The Green Knight? Yes. Oh, that looks juicy. That looks so good. A24, that production house. They put right. like, here's like $10 million. Go give us a really good movie. And that's yeah. it. They just don't even interfere. Yeah. They just let them make the movie. It's well, brilliant. Check, they out put, the, check out the trailer for this uh, Letter for the King. Let, uh, let, me, let me know if you think it's going to be worth tuning in for. Um, but yes, it is medieval fantasy. I like um, it. Game of Thronesy. Yeah, it could be a little Game of Thronesy. As you know, there's a big void in yeah. the genre right now. So got a fever. The only prescription is more Game of Thrones. Um, <laughs> Netflix has also taken worldwide rights uh, for the six-part refugee-focused drama Stateless, starring Kate Blanchett, um, which looks pretty cool. Um, um, that's good news. Kate Blanchett's fantastic. Dude, she's, she's like she's hella, dude. You I know? feel yeah, like she's awesome. like sixty something, and she still looks thirty. I don't think she's, she's that in her old. no, she's, she's in like her fifties. She's or in so. her fifties. Yeah. Damn, she looks good. Yeah, she looks fantastic. She looked right? amazing in Thor. Right. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, she she still got it, man. Yeah. She's, she, good for you, girl. She still get it. She still get it. She still got it. Yeah. Yes, sir. Okay. It also stars. Yvonne Strahovski. Strahovski. Yvonne Strahovski. Yeah. Yes. From Harry's from, State? From uh, Mad- Chuck. Yep. She's yeah. on Chuck. Chuck. I was about to say Mass Effect uh, 2. <laughs> <laughs> Mass Effect 2, yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, and 3. Back before, uh, Mass Effect sucked. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jai man. Courtney and The Wire's Dominic West <laughs> is also in as well. <laughs> I just want to bring this up. I'll, I'll not to get back to my other podcast, but we talked about um, we talked about Terminator Salvation recently. Yeah. And we, were, we brought up like Jai Courtney and we brought mm-hmm. up Sam Worthington and Joel Kinnaman. Those three actors have are like charisma vacuums, oh, so we wow. came up with Joel, Joel Kinnamington <laughs> as an amalgamation he, of these three people. So you think Joel uh, as a Smash vacuum that, that he lacks charisma? Yes. Okay. Yeah. He's just like sucks it out. Blank on screen. Wow. Like, and the know. thing, Jai Courtney and Joel Kinnamington were in one movie together. Yeah. Yeah. That I mean, was, there, and that was Suicide Squad. There are Squad. characters yeah. that that weren't that type of uh, character. Maybe that's why Joel plays those characters well. Like. Of course, in Alter Carbon, I thought he did a great job in his role. Well, you're supposed to be a blank person. In exactly, that because he's a freaking host. Yeah. And now it's yeah. Anthony Mackie. And then Robocop. Yeah, I think. Now it's Robocop. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. That. Robocop. <clears throat> that's yeah. one that's on the chopping block. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Octavia Spencer uh, will be in a new Netflix series, self made, inspired by the life of Madam C.J. Walker. It's a four part limited series to hit also on March 20th. Okay. Um, that's the woman that invented the hot comb. That's right. Yeah, the hot right. comb. 
She's had, she had innovative hair hair, hair oh, products. All right, all right. Marketing to black women's hair. She was the first um, black woman millionaire. Or there you go. Something like that. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Do you know anything about those products? I mean, thank God I've never had a hot comb on my <laughs> hair, but I heard my mother and grandmother telling stories. It's like it was literally like a metal uh-huh. comb that right. you would like heat over stone right. to like. Oof. That sounds fucking no. terrifying. It's like this grease. It's like back in the day. Like. <laughs> I'm so sure no, everybody no, would never. No, no. I'm sure it was perfectly <laughs> safe. Yeah. Perfectly safe. Yeah, yeah. Octavia, obviously a, a great actress. So I don't oh hell yeah, oh, yeah she's, she's great. She's and it's it. actually produced by LeBron James. Good for you, buddy. Okay, LeBron. Yeah, right, right. LeBron's out there making movies now. Producing. Yeah. He's, uh, he's acting in movies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in that one Amy Schumer. Yeah. Yeah. Bomb. He was like the best thing about that movie too. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah, that that, that, that title, movie had yeah. its moments. Train wreck. Yeah, but train wreck. Yes. Yeah, it was. Which was like John wreck. Cena. John Cena was in that one. <laughs> John, like you know, John him. Cena and LeBron James were the best yeah, things about I that movie. I really like John Cena. You know, John Cena, untapped comedy potential. Hell yeah, I you, like you, him. Hell yeah, the guy's blockers. I about to say, I really like him. I love the poster for Blockers has the rooster over it. Like, I get it. The I roosters he, over the movie Blockers, the poster has the, the rooster over top of it. I yeah. was like, oh, I get it. Cock blockers. Cock blockers. I, I get Shout it. out to Jimmy <laughs> Bellinger, who's representing the DMV from Naples, Maryland, who was that curly redhead kid oh, uh, yeah. from Blockers. Yeah. Yeah. What were you going to say? No, I heard that John Cena was kind of an ass. Really? Really. I mean, that's, he, that's disappointing. He, so he does hold the record for Make-A-Wish Foundation. When I was... Yes, which is well, great, yeah. by So the way. I do this trade show every year in Orlando with Ripley's Believe It or Not. Oh, cool. And... You know, I could see the warehouse and all stuff, and I was like, oh, my God, John Cena. Like, they were doing either... Oh, he was there. Well, a part, like, his wax figure. Yeah, okay, okay. And a couple people were like, yeah, he wasn't too friendly or too nice. Oh. That's a shame. That is a shame. But I don't know. It might have been the circumstance. Maybe he was having a bad day, because I maybe. was like, I really like him. Like, I mean, so. you got to do, like, a body cast or something like that to do the, the wax figure thing. I think they do it, like, piece by piece. Yeah. Maybe yeah. he was just having a grumpy day. From I've heard he's kind of a nice guy. Yeah. Apparently he only sleeps like three or four hours a night. That's because he's too busy working yeah. out. I mean, yeah. that, being talented. maybe that's why he's I mean, I, I sleep three to four hours a night, and I don't fucking look like John Cena. Are <laughs> 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 you sure? Talented. <laughs> um, let's Aww. see. Uh, the, the, the show Atypical <laughs> is coming to an end on Netflix. I've never seen it. See what? It's a um, half-hour series on Netflix. I've seen it. Atypical, oh, yeah. Is it any good? The fourth and final season will... Um, it's about a kid who's got... Um, I think he's like on the spectrum of autism. Yeah, okay. and it's like his that's family. Right. It's as he searches for love. There's some funny parts. It's, I mean, I I wasn't loving it, but it wasn't. Terrible. So did you watch all the episodes? I've seen a few. Okay. Um, well, yeah, it's, it's coming it, to an end. Oh, it's coming uh, to an end. Fourth yeah. and final season. Mm. Yeah, it's probably drops time. on Monday. It's probably time. <clears throat> uh, Disney Plus news: um, Female leads have been cast for the Turner and Hooch reboot. Lindsay Fonseca. Uh, what? I didn't even know this was a thing. Turner and Hooch. That's right. The Tom Hanks hit from the 80s. Uh, it's is now a 12-episode series. Oh, boy. Features Drake and Josh Star. Josh Peck as the lead role. Seriously? Uh, yes, yes. As U.S. Marshal Scott Turner. Is Josh <laughs> Peck playing the dog? Wait, what? No, the dog will be probably CG. It's like all the long time. Oh, I mean... Maybe it'll be a puppet, like I don't Baby know. Yoda. I, it, it didn't I'm going to go it. ahead and stab myself in the eye with a yeah. dart and enjoy my Should they a use a real better. dog? Do yes. not speak with CGI, yes, you coward. Why is it so hard to use real dogs nowadays? Especially for Turner and Hooch, tra- man. you got to train the Hooch? dog. you got to feed the dog. Oh, at this point, no. dogs are trained, I don't want to be misquoted. It didn't say CG, but I'm wondering if it will be. 
It better not. It'll be no. a puppet. Because if they gotta Yoda. feed the fucking actors, I'd feed the dogs first. You yeah. Know? Yeah. <laughs> Lord. Oh god, we have to train the dog. Oh god. <laughs> oh no, we gotta train the actors. It's gotta have a handler. <laughs> yeah. Gotta feed the handler. Yeah. Kind of like the actors. <laughs> Coming on stars, um, <laughs> the power prequel called Raising Canaan. Will be uh, coming out soon. Is that um, biblical? It's, uh, <laughs> they found the younger Kanan Stark. It's in production now, by the way. Wait, so for, it's Mar- for, so it's Marvel for Power. What Power is, is uh, produced by Fifty Cent. Um, oh, yeah. Is it Fifty Cent or is it Fifty Cent? <laughs> Fifty Cent, Fifty Cent. Um, <clears throat> Sorry, man. I'm, I'm, I'm drinking franchise. these like Mountain Dew Kickstarter <laughs> things, those man. Things and I'm just loaded on caffeine yeah, and onions right now. So I'm a little. They're good. I'm a little jumpy, if you couldn't tell. No sleep for you. No sleep for me. I don't know. I haven't seen Power, but it's a prequel for the... the yeah, I haven't I seen it either. <laughs> I hear I, there's Matt a guy named Juicy Smollier on it or something like Juicy that. Juicy Smollier! <laughs> it's been on oh, for a while. Yeah. I thought it was like... Yeah. I thought that Well, the be... main series ended. Now, oh. I think that's, I think that's exactly. the case. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's like it's Game, Game of Thrones. I was like, Thrones. I thought this was like time to end. It's like Game of Thrones, so they have yeah. the brand, and it's just kind of like, well, how do we milk the brand for all it's worth? The Targaryen series coming out. Yeah, we got to milk those cash cows, man. That's something. Those cash cows need a milking. Yep. That's gonna be good. That's, That's gonna, gonna be good. They, you know, they good. threw out the first um, pilot, right? Because it they, sucked. They, it, it, yeah. It yeah. Well, yeah, apparently the pilot for the original Game of Thrones was terrible, and they shot most. They I, reshot I would, most of it. I hope that makes it to the light of day. I would love to see that. Oh hell yeah! Oh, that's it, like a DVD extra. HP, why not? HBO is gonna milk that cash cow, man. Yeah. They're gonna you need their oh, yeah. pilot out. Oh fuck yeah, they are. Okay. After wa- watch, after Watchmen is over. It is over. The here, well, here comes the fucking Game of Thrones, yeah. Targaryens, whatever. Wow. Okay. So it's like uh, waiting for the Snyder Cut of Justice League. When Bingo. is that going to make the light of day? Never. Never. And I don't <laughs> want it to make the light of day. <laughs> Coming up on Hulu um, is uh, Veep star Tony Hale, as that show also wrapped, oh, yeah. for its adaptation of the Mysterious Benedict S- S- Society. Based on a novel by... Say that three times fast. Yeah. <laughs> Mysterious, I did stutter that one, didn't I? It's okay, Mysterious buddy. Benedict Society. <laughs> there it is. Uh, That's a tough one, man. That's a tough <laughs> one. Based on a novel by... They might have to rethink the title. The Mysterious uh, Benedict Society. That's tough Based to on the novel by Trenton Lee Stewart, the series follows... Four gifted orphans who are recruited by an eccentric benefactor to go on a and secret do they mission. Have ma- X-Men. Do, do they have it's ma- X-Men. Right. Do they have magic mm. powers? Do they have magic They're powers? Mutants. It's like X-Men. What I think that's that just other the, show. It's just Umbrella? It's a, Umbrella, Umbrella Academy. Umbrella Academy. Academy. Umbrella Academy. Academy. Or was it good? There's so many super... Yeah, the boys. Beyond Marvel DC, there's a lot of super-powered type there's, shows. There's not a lot of yeah. originality anymore, man. Um, what's the new one on Netflix um, with um, Sophia Lillis? I liked The Boys, but... Yeah. That also. I'm not okay with this. Yeah, that's the other series. Oh. And wow, our special guest, guys. Oh, I'm excited. (laughs) Right on time. Because I actually, I love. All right, guys. We welcome to Below the Belt show actor extraordinaire Louis Azawa, who you can see on Amazon Prime's Hunters. All ten episodes are out now. All of us watched the first episode. Wow, what an incredible show. We welcome to Below the Belt Show, Louis Azawa. What's up, Louis? What's happening? Hey, good to have you on Below the Belt Show. Thank you for having me. Uh, absolutely. We are excited to have you on because, wow, what It was stressful. What, what can we, what can Very we, good. How can we describe the, the episode, guys? I mean, um, around the room, man. It, it was a lot, damn. but it was, it, was, it was a good a lot. It stressed <laughs> me out, but like in a good way. Yeah. yeah. Right. I was stressed. 
You were stressed out. Yeah. yeah. It was um, edge of your seat. It was definitely captivating. Yeah. Like captivating in a way of like, wow, this is history, but it's entertaining and you want to see what happens right. next. I mean, what's yeah. what's in what's what really got to me was that I looked into it. This is based around true events. I mean, it's right? not no character oh. is directly right. inspired by somebody, but this actually in some ways did happen. Yeah. So it's like there were actual Nazi hunters going around the eastern seaboard hunting down right. Nazis that escaped the uh, the end of World War II. Can so. you vouch for that, Louis? Uh, whether it's uh, loosely based on factual events or yeah, in, indeed, and in, yes, there there were indeed like groups of people that were hunting down Nazis. Uh, I can't vouch for the fact they were as diverse and as groovy as we were, but uh, <laughs> they they certainly <laughs> did catch guys, travel the world. Um, you know, some some of the um, Nazi hunters were responsible for capture, uh, capturing Eichmann in South America and um, others that were all over North America as well. Cool. Right wow. on. Your yeah. character is Joe uh, Muzushima, one of the core Nazi Muzushima, hunters on yeah. the show. Yeah. Um, we saw the, the that great scene that you had with the rest of the Nazi hunters. A very eclectic, very unique group of, of Nazi hunters. So it felt uh, like Professor yeah. X assembled, yes, assembling the X-Men. I thought about the X-Men, too, yeah. <laughs> when I saw that. Uh, so we, I, I'm guessing the best is yet to come for Joe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As, as you know, that uh, they only tease us a little bit uh, in the first episode. But, yeah, there's a whole world that's uh, unfolded and... Um, as you go along, as you can tell, there's a it's a huge cast, and uh, yeah, especially as far as um, the hunters go, it takes the whole first season to kind of like unpack their backstories and their histories and how they came to join the group and what they offer to the group. That's cool. When I when I watched the first episode, I feel like you snuck in at before the shower scene, and then I want to go back and rewatch the first epi- episode again to see if I can see you. In the subway. Yes. Because yes. that was the yeah. reveal. I yeah, man. <laughs> so, very, very slick. So out of curiosity in the filming of that scene, of the subway scene, was it yeah, like did yeah. they film that scene once and you were actually back there, or did they film it and then they film it again with you back there? I'm curious. Uh, yeah, both. A little bit of both. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we did that specific shot that you see at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, that had to be done several times just because the timing was so precise. Yeah. Um, but uh, and in terms of his kind of solo scenes, they, they shot that in a kind of a different coverage, too. And then and they kind of splice all of that together. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. You know, and the director was really adamant. Um, Alfonso, who directed the pilot, um, yeah. is a genius. And he shot it like so his direction was so precise. He's like, no, no, you're showing your face too much, too much. Too. You know, as an actor, you just want to open up and let people see your face a little bit more. But, you know, he was adamant about just showing a little sliver of my face. That's cool. I love it. I love it. Uh, how was the audition process for uh, landing the role of Joe, Louis? Um, you know, it was pr- remarkably, it was kind of strange, actually. I was shooting um, Supergirl. Uh, in Vancouver, nice. and uh, mm-hmm. I I come off set and uh, you know got this appointment, and so I shot it in my hotel room. I get cobbled all the lights together and mm-hmm. uh, love, had my wife things. on the other end on an iPad, oh, and I put amazing. my iPhone right next to it, and then we did the scene like that. So <laughs> I and, love uh, it. I love it. And you know, this is my third show with Amazon, so I don't know ah. if that had something to do with it, and. Uh, Yes. I think they Man were the kind of familiar with my work. 
Man High that's Castle, right. which yeah. has some parallels in a way, and Bosch. So yeah, that's great. Yeah. Yeah, definitely something about Nazis uh, and Nazi hunting. You're a Nazi killer, man. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah maybe. Do you see the, those parallels with Man in the High Castle and uh, Hunters? Um, you know, the, really, to be honest, the only thing that's similar, I mean, there there are themes of kind of power and, um, you know, um, these kind of, kind of themes about fascism and the political nature of the shows are similar, but... It really that's where the similarities end. Man of the High Castle is very much an alternate history story, right. and we are firmly rooted in kind of history. Right. But within that, there's kind of fantastical elements as well. Right. Man, yeah. all-star cast for uh, Hunter. Plus, we have Pacino. <laughs> yes. Could, you got to tell me a yep. little bit about Pacino. Working man. with Pacino. What's yeah, it like with that guy? Please tell us. <laughs> Where, where to even begin? Um, you know, well, <laughs> at first, all of us were in awe, you know, people of my generation. I became an actor because of guys like Pacino and De Niro specifically. You know, yeah. They, yeah. When I was a kid as an Asian-American growing up, we didn't see guys like me on, on the big screen or the little screen. Yeah. And right. so uh, I, we'll you know, with the exception mm. of guys like Bruce Lee, but, mm. you know, Bruce Lee is ostensibly a Chinese person. He's not Chinese-American, you know, and these guys were, these Italian-American guys were, like, coming up real big in Hollywood, and they were playing the underdogs who were becoming, like, powerful and stuff, and they're fully fleshed characters, and, you know, I was, I would kind of live vicariously through these guys, so to, to see... Pacino in the flesh right in front of me every day was just, um, I, I can't even describe how surreal it was. Just strange, you know? And, did he, uh, did but he then, offer you know, any advice? To, did Pacino offer any advice or any words of wisdom? Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, we, we would joke that it was like the Uncle Al story hour. Um, I every love now it. And <laughs> when we have a really long day, we would just kind of subtly kind of poke and prod about, you know, the 70s, because our show takes place in 1977, and by this time, Al Pacino's already the biggest star in the world. Yeah. So, you know, to, to, to have Al Pacino as another character in the 70s is just kind of a, a mindfuck. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so it's a little bit. He's sitting there on set yeah. watching The Godfather. Is this That's right. That person well, I have a good, I actually have a good Godfather story. Um, oh, yes. So, oh, please do. You know, he's like, well, you know, when I started, I, uh, you know, the first movie I did, which was Panic in Needle Park, he's like, I, I was okay. I was still trying to figure it out. But I think by my second movie, I kind of figured it out. And we were all like, what was your second movie? <laughs> he's like, Godfather. And I was the Godfather. <laughs> 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 I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> it does bring up a question I've always wondered. Is like if that actor is in that time frame and that actor is popular at that point, does that actor still exist within the world? So does The Godfather <laughs> still star Al Pacino in that world? You know, I'm just it's just a curious. We don't we don't for I I, I think for licensing issue. Well, I we don't specifically mention him. Yeah. Per yeah. se, but you'll have to watch um and I'll just say around episode four or five, there is a little kind of nod to him, and it's pretty <laughs> subtle, but any any fan of Pacino will know, you know, nice. from, from one of his, yeah. Reminds me a little of, um, so, yeah. 
what was it, Last Action Hero, when they go into the blockbuster, and instead of it being Arnold Schwarzenegger on the Terminator 2 poster, it's Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> they had to swap yeah, out characters yeah, because, yeah. because Schwarzenegger right, stars right, right. in the movie. Yeah. I just yeah, wait yeah, a minute. Yeah. I had another you know, question. There, there's references to all, like, to guys like Richard Dreyfuss and all these, like, kind of 70s stars. Nice. Yeah. I had I'll, another... I'll leave it at that, yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. I had another question for you, man. So, in the process of filming this, you know, it's a... It's a group setting. It's a group of hunters. And, you know, as you were saying, you guys were kind of building a camaraderie. What was it like filming that versus, say, like, Predators, where it was another group? And hey, like, like what, good. Another ensemble. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, man. Cause, uh, first off, team. I'm just going to throw it out Dude, there. First man. off, I'm a big Predators fan, right, dude. You are? Oh, fa- fantastic. Oh, yeah. Hanzo's a shit. <laughs> I, think, I think it's an a, uh, underrated movie, and as far as I, I'm concerned, it's it's up there in the top two of the Predator franchise. I would agree. I would agree. That being said, you know, to be honest, Predators was my very first Hollywood movie. Like, oh. I'd never even played a small role in a Hollywood movie. I'd done, like, indie movies. Right, yeah. And I was, like, a New York theater kid. And all of a sudden, I'm, like, in a group with Adrian Brody, Mahershala Ali, Danny Trejo, Wong Goggins, yeah. Lawrence Fishburne, <laughs> so on and so forth. That was a fucking group, and, too, you know, man. Yeah. And the way we shot it was kind of chronological, which was smart, you know? Oh, that's so cool. Ev- from the beginning, we'd all be on set. And, you know, in these movies, they kill off one character one after another. Time. But, yeah, but, but that allowed me to learn from all of them, and they were all so generous with me, and, you know, to be... I was just texting with Walton last night, and Adrian, cool. we see each other, you know, it doesn't matter if, like, we're in Europe or in Asia, we'll come out to see each other, and that's cool. they're still all my best friends. Alisi Braga came to my premiere, to the premiere of Hunters. Yeah, I mean, that was a seminal moment for me, you know, and I, um, I, um, so I can, I can attest to the power of being on set all the time and going out to dinner and meals and having all that time you really start to bond as a group. That's cool, man. Yeah, yeah for me, Hanzo's, the way Hanzo goes out, <laughs> in my opinion, is like one of the fucking top, top ways, man. Wow. Like sword fight with yeah. a fucking predator. Thank you. Thank he you. wins. Yeah, dude. yeah, For me, that, that was the shit. I love it. I, love I it. mean, it's, yeah. I don't mean still, to rush, yeah, but... <laughs> to be honest, yeah, I got to tell you about that scene. Is, is that took two full nights like 14 hour shoots. Oh wow. 14 hours. On. Yeah. <laughs> and you were just and wearing uh, a pair of pants. Was, <laughs> it was 30 degrees outside. Mm. And you were in pants with bare feet. Just oh. pants and wet, soaked from head to toe in water every scene. Yeah. And uh yeah, I got to say you got got to give props to the predator too cuz he's in a rubber suit. That's not CGI. There's a guy in that rubber suit. Yeah. Just sweating his oh, balls off. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, pivoting back to to Hunters, um, I gotta sure. say, Logan Lerman, wow, what an yeah. outstanding actor that young man. Um, how was um, your encounters with him? He's a great guy, very low key, egoless like star man. He That's is cool. a star, bona fide star, and he's got. So, I learned so much from watching him act. He's got these amazing eyes that just draw you in. And, you know, when you're acting um, off-camera from him, it it doesn't look like he's doing much. And then when you see him on the big screen, you're like, oh, my God, that's what it is, you know? Just think the thoughts and Mm -hmm. listen and 
that's it. It's it's that simple in some ways. You know, he makes it seem so easy. Cool. Awesome. And this is another one I'm really stoked to see more episodes of because Josh Radner from How I Much Your Mother fame is yeah. one of the Nazi yeah. hunters, mm. which is just blows my mind because these right, are yeah. this is a role that is probably a th- the polar opposite, polar opposite right. of, yep. 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 <laughs> of How I Met Your Mother. Um, what was yeah. it like working with Josh? I think you're going to love Josh. Um, he's put in some great work into this one, and mm-hmm. yeah, he fully embraced the character, jumped into it. Um, it was hard sometimes. We would joke, is it Josh or is it Lonnie? You know, like, that's how, like, kind of once he got to grew that mustache, it was like Lonnie Flash. Cool. Mm-hmm. If you can, yeah, just uh, he and I especially, like, the Lonnie and Joe have a kind of good kind of odd couple dynamic going on in the group because Joe is a very kind of buttoned-down, serious soldier and a little bit damaged, and Lonnie is a little bit loosey-goosey, you know, and they cool. we often get paired together on these missions. That's and cool. a lot of... A lot of kind of little humor emerges, yeah. Do you think uh, the Hunters uh, could get some Golden Globe Emmy love? I think it has the... It's got to, man. I think it has the ingredients to hopefully... Because it pulls on some serious... Yeah. What do you think? Oh, man. Uh, That's... uh, You know, I've been talking about this with some of my castmates. It's surreal. Our work is done at this point. You know, there's really nothing... Right. We we uh, can do to affect the outcome of that, but I know just from watching all of my castmates and watching Al's performance and Dylan Baker and right. Lena Olin Baker, and yeah. every single scene, guest holy. star, yeah, every was... performance by everybody in this show, they're all incredible actors. I've never been on a show that's like this where every single actor is just blows you away so absolutely um at the very least i hope we get some love but you know i'm i'm proud enough as it is just being a part of that group knocking on wood man yeah. have they yeah, had you. any rumblings of a second season yet uh you know this was this was planned as a series so um yeah i mean this wasn't this wasn't a limited series but i haven't gotten the official word and uh, there's speculation, but really nothing I can say okay. for now. But uh, I wonder if yeah, there's uh, definitely a bit of a cliffhanger at the end of the series. Yeah, <laughs> so we can't I wait to get through the episodes. Gotta, we gotta watch. We have to watch I mean, these episodes. Just for me, just I know. I wish I wish you could see the whole season. I, I, yeah, we should have another conversation. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we might Once have to finish it. Yeah, we wanted the rest of the audience. I've had friends be like, "Oh, yo, I sat." in front of the uh, screen for 10 hours watching the series this weekend. Like, <laughs> crazy. <laughs> I feel, I feel <laughs> like that'll... It's show to binge. So yeah, I feel like that, time. that'll be me. But, I mean, for me, just the last scene of the two of them saying, like, Heil Hitler, like, mm. I had oh. chills. Like, yeah. Like yeah. It's, and you talk oh, about yeah. the eyes of people, mm. of actors, and it's yeah. like, it was just, I was like... Damn. The fourth like, right. You just, yes, yes. Like, oh, I, like the, I'm getting uh, the goosebumps the right now. Like, you, yeah, and the younger you, guy. Yeah. yeah. He, that, you just yeah. feel yeah. it. Like, yeah, he's fucking good. So, I mean, I'm a, and I, I don't like he to watch a lot of 
yeah. dramatic thing, awesome. but I'm awesome. I'm hooked. Like I'm I'm ready to watch the whole series. And you so. you said you're not a big drama. No, because but, I have nightmares. But, 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 you're all about but it, it was really really good. It was really good. It's a very relevant show too. That's yeah. Because yes. I mean you see like with the current presidency that's. <laughs> <laughs> Nazism has uh, definitely made a massive oh, resurgence. Wow. I mean, you went there. You went there. I, I, I had to. I mean, I, I, a friend of mine works at the CPAC convention at the Gaylord Hotel last year. Right. And oh. there were actual people in the audience doing the Sea Heil. Oh, my God. At, it's like, Damn. yeah, it's like, it, it's not, you know, it's it's not just drama. It's actually happening. So it's right. very relevant. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Hopefully it happens. Yeah, you know, and, and this show is cool because it operates on many different levels, right? So you've got your obviously political factor and you've got it's definitely an allegorical tale and you've got some real historical events going on and you also have this heartfelt, you know, coming of age story. I think you'll like really hook into Jonah's storyline. Yeah. Cool. It gets yeah. really emotional in some ways. We're cheering for him. But it's yes. also yeah. sorry, go ahead. He's the protagonist we're cheering for, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. No doubt. Yeah. No doubt. Um, uh, last Plus you question. you got a character named Booty Hole. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um, Louis, I guess I have to ask, uh, is this the, um, I guess, the year of the Asians actors or the Asian American actors? Because with films like The Farewell and Parasite, um, sure. uh, Crazy Rich Asians, you know, Asian yeah. actors getting prominence on TV and film. Your thoughts on, because uh, you alluded to it earlier, so I wanted to get more uh, information on your thoughts. I, I on hope it. it's not just the year and that we've hit a tipping point, you know, where that's, there'll be more of that. Yes. Because you know, my fear is, oh, it's just the flavor of the year, you know, flavor of the month kind of thing. And um, But I, I don't think that's the case. I think we've come to a point where there are hard facts that say that, you know, these these kind of shows and movies are making money, and not just a little bit of money, but a lot of money. Yeah. And at the end of the day, that's what kind of moves the needle forward as far as the business people go. And um, But, you know, and everyone's representing. People are doing good jobs out there. And we've Absolutely. Got really good content out there. We have more showrunners. We have more directors, more writers, more producers, more executives. And so uh, I hope, you know, I, I hope... I hope this becomes more mainstream. Oh yeah, man. Well, yeah. look at look at Parasite, for instance. What were your thoughts? Have you seen the film? And what were your thoughts on? Oh it be, heck yeah! What were your thoughts on it being selected yeah. best picture? <laughs> oh, much deserved, and I was shocked. I couldn't believe it, and I was so happy. And you know, but here's the thing for me, right? I'm, I'm an actor, man. Those were some fantastic, world class performances. How come none of none of them were nominated? Right? Like yep. one of them should have been nominated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, we still have room to grow, but, you know, certainly all those awards are something, and um, I'm happy to see that. And, see. you know, I, I should make the distinction, that is a Korean film. Right, and yes. Just, they, yeah, we have a long way to go as far as Asian-American yeah. films go. Right, because to this point, are yeah. there any Asian actors who have won Best Actor in the Oscars yet? Have there been any? There has been one Asian actor from the Killing Fields. Oh, that's right. Male yeah, that's actor. Right. But, um, he was a Vietnamese, um, you know, refugee. And, right, right. I mean, it was a phenomenal performance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, nobody since then. Well, there's a lot of time, Louis. <laughs> Look, you're my inspiration. As a, Fili- as a Filipino-American actor, 
people like you, Louie, are our inspiration for, for myself. So it's a... Uh, Thank you. Yes. So. Oh, you're a Filipino brother. Yes, nice. I am. I am. So everyone thinks I'm Filipino. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I spent I spent I spent uh, two and a half months in Manila shooting the Born Legacy. So I have a oh, great fun. Right. You were oh, Born Legacy. Legacy. That's right. right. Yes. Yeah. Go, can can I, you have a question? I have Lord? one last question. Okay, one last I have question. a Born questions. Well, sure. it's kind of like it kind of spans kind of your whole career a little bit. You know, when you're making movies okay. like Born, when you're making stuff like Predators, when you're making stuff like Hunters. You know, you got to do some training and stuff before you get up on set, right? Yeah. Can you talk a little bit about any of the training you got to do for for hunters specifically, I guess? Sure, sure. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Well, you know, I can – let me start with all the stuff that I did before that. But, like, for, like, things like the Born Legacy, I I had to train, you know, on cars, motorcycles, parkour, wireworks, all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. you know, I did a movie called Spectral, and that's kind of closest to what I was doing in The Hunters. Um, that movie was, we were all playing special forces, so it was yeah. more about firearms training. Yeah, like I'm a, so I'm a, shoot, a I'm lot a, of them. Like I'm a Marine veteran, I'm a firearms instructor, I've been teaching guns for about 20 years, or not 20 years, 10 years. Oh. Um, so I'm always yeah. curious about the type of training that actors get to do, you know, like, are you at like John Wick, Keanu Reeves level, or is it like... You know, you go to the range for a day with an instructor, and he teaches you kind of basic shit, and just kind of hopes for the best. Like, what, where, where does it kind of sit with you? I think for me, I'm somewhere in between. Cool. Um, I would love to be on the John Wick level. I just haven't been on that level yet. You yeah, know, where yeah, someone yeah. Training me for three months. Right. Um, but certainly, lear- learning how to clear rooms, how to how to move in formation with a bunch of guys, and knowing the order in which you you enter a room, and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. We had to do for spectral, and I, I used some of that. I mean, loosely in hunters. Um, mm-hmm. The stuff with hunters, which was cool, was um, they used period-specific certain kinds of um, automatic firearms. Sure. And I had to go to a, a special range in New York City to 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 work with those. That's cool. Um, wow. Thanks, yeah. man. That's awesome. Dude, that's that awesome. Fun. And, and choreographing all the weapons is a lot of fun. Awesome. Yeah. Guys, wow! What an amazing interview. With Louie Azawa from Amazon's Hunters, which you can catch all 10 episodes on Amazon Prime now. Um, wow, before we let you go, uh, Louie, if you could, let us know who you are. Just a little promo for us. Um, let us know okay. your character from um, Hunters. And let us know you're on Below the Belt show. Uh, throw out a catchphrase, plug, or whatever you want at the end. Um, all right, all right. Um Whenever or yep. now or and go. Hey, hey, this is Louis Ozoa. You're catching me on Below the Belt. Thanks for having me. And I'm on Hunters, which is on Amazon Prime only. I love it. <laughs> awesome. Good Thanks so much. We're going to be watching the rest of the episodes mm-hmm. intently. I'm Cheers. excited. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks for the support. All right. All right. Take care. Bye bye. Bye bye. Right, that was Louis Azawa. Wow, I wish I ha- I watched a few more episodes because I know. Yeah. More. I need to know more. I need to know more. I need Louis's to know more. And he's, he kind of hints that we need to know more. We need to know more. So yeah. we should probably be watching um, mm-hmm. a little more, maybe when we have him on in the future. But this is a good time to take a classic cut break, or we can um, watch another episode. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this, um, I- I'm going to go into the classic cut, and then I'm going to. A couple of the interviews from the Omni Boat, the 15 director film mm. uh, on-location oh. interviews that we did with myself, Lauren Francesco, and Trey Chaney. 
And there's a tie-in for this one, uh, for this classic cut. Um, it's all about the unfortunate passing of musician David Roback, whose guitar tones uh, was known in the band Mazzy Star and um, and the band Opal as well. And uh, Mazzy Star, best known for, uh, there's such a great song. This is called Fade Into You. Cool. Know, yeah. know okay. this song, All but right. uh, the uh, the guitarist of uh, Mazzy Star, David, had uh, sadly passed away at the age of 61. Um, no cause of death was given at at, at the moment, but oh, okay. uh, and he was rest in peace, David. And here's Mazzy Star, fade into you with a couple of the interviews, including Jason David Frank, Hell yeah. uh, from Omniboat. Guys, we'll be back here on BTB. Yeah, buddy. Mm-hmm. Songs available only on live broadcasts on WMBC and below the belt show.com. All right, we're here with one of the directors of Omniboat, Olivia Lloyd. So I'm curious, how do multiple directors collaborate on a film like this? I mean, I see at least six, seven, eight, nine different directors. How does that work? We actually have 15 total, oh um, if you can believe it. Not everyone can make it because a lot of people are shooting uh, other movies right now. <laughs> um, but we work with a, a film collective called Borscht, uh, Borscht Corp in Miami. Um, and for years we've been making short films together. We're all collaborators and directors. We work on each other's shorts. Um, and we've had uh, a lot of shorts at Sundance in the past. And um, this is sort of like a natural progression for us. We came together to make this feature film all together. A lot of people we've collaborated with in the past, um, people who have made shorts with us through our uh, film collective and 
yeah, it's just felt like like the natural sort of like next step was for us to all get together and make this collaborative feature so all together. So you collaborate or you take one chunk and then you combine it? How does that possible? Um, well, it's it's a little bit of both. We have all these different directors made different segments of the film, um, and they all basically intersect uh, with this one cigarette speedboat, which is uh, named Leigh and Pike, which is the protagonist of our film. Um, and the the uh, we we really kind of tried to give directors uh, free reign in what they wanted to make films about. We believe in giving people sort of like uh, the benefit of the doubt to sort of make whatever comes to mind when you think about this beautiful boat. Um, and then we spent a lot of time as a collective thinking about how to weave the stories together. Um, and we did a lot of writing and we uh, made a bunch of sort of uh, connective tissue pieces, yeah. transitions, interstitials yeah. as we called them, wraparound stories. And so it's sort of like. It is, um, everybody sort of had their own domain that they were able to control, but we also did spend a lot of time collaboratively figuring out how the whole thing would work together. It seems pretty complicated, actually. Yeah, it's a complicated. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, also you have a big cast, too, so I, do, yeah. I'm guessing um, <laughs> separate stories kind of intertwined, I guess? What yeah, we're expecting? yeah, a little bit, yeah. I mean, it, it is, everybody has sort of their own piece of it, um, and really the sort of connective tissue is Miami as a place and this, and this speedboat and sort of like this current uh, time that we're living in uh, under climate change and under sort of rapid development within Miami and yeah, that's sort of the connective I mean, I saw some amazing <laughs> names that passed. I mean, we have Jason David Frank, of course, yeah. I saw Adam Devine. I saw I saw a few names I kind of like. Oh, uh, yeah, no, no. Um, no, we, have, we had a wonderful cast. It was, it was really wonderful working with our cast, yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much, uh, Olivia, for talking to us here at Click On This. Thank you so much. Hello, I'm Lauren Francesco with Click On This and I'm here with Brett Hi, how are you doing? I'm great. Now, congratulations. Thank you very much. How did you get involved in this movie with 15 directors? So, three years ago, I moved to Miami. My friends and I bought a speedboat, and then we decided to make a bunch of movies on that speedboat. So, yeah, three years later, we're here tonight premiering it at Sundance. That's how I got involved. That's, that's amazing. Have you always been a director? Uh, I haven't. I was typically a producer, and I was actually initially involved in the project as a producer. But as it evolved, I ended up directing a couple of sequences of it as well. Awesome. Now, would you rather produce or direct? Or? Direct, always. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, you know, I'm mainly just direct these days, which is great. And Omniboat was a really good uh, project to do because it was sort of helpful in that transition. Now... What's next after Omniboat? So I am shooting a feature film with my creative partner called Sea Devil in late 2020. So when I leave Sundance, I'm going back to Miami and I'm immediately starting prep on that. It's a horror film about, uh, about people trying to get into uh, the country to be citizens of the United States. That's amazing. What a brilliant, what a brilliant idea. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is awesome. Congratulations on, on coming to Sundance, getting getting a film here. And I'm excited to see more stuff. Where can we follow you? Uh, on uh, Twitter, Instagram, I'm Brett Potter, except replace the E's with threes. B-R-3-T-T-P-O-T-T-3-R. And any advice for future filmmakers out there before just, you go? Just work. Just work, 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 work. I've done, uh, we've all worked really hard to get here, and you'll have to do the same. So good luck. What's up, party people? It's Trey Chaney. We're live on Click On This here at Sundance Film Festival, and I'm standing next to a legend, Jason David Frank. How are you, sir? I'm doing good. Good to see you guys. Hey, man. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your role in this film? Uh, well, um, God, the Mezzer Brothers, they're good friends of mine. I actually met them through Bruce Campbell. So they're great directors. Ash vs. Evil did. They did an awesome episode. I've known them for a long time. We worked on this film like a couple years ago. And uh, it's this unique film. you got to watch it to, to see it. And I'm um, just blessed to be part of it. I mean, obviously, movies get cut a little bit. But uh, I'm just uh, happy to be part of it and happy here with all these awesome people. And it's going to be exciting. 
Yeah, so to actually be here again, is this your, how many times have you been to Sunday? I've only been here once. Oh, wow. I'm used to I'm used to the Comic-Cons, the karate yeah. stuff, you know, so coming here is a total different thing for me. So it's cool. It's really good, and it's, uh, it's an honor to be here, you know, and uh, being part of their film, those I believe in those kids, no matter what they did, didn't even expect anything to even come to any festivals. So when they said, hey, you're going to Sunday, I said, oh, perfect. I'm Brought my daughter, and we're here, and uh, yeah. So, so how many times a day do you get James, you're a legend. You're, you've been in so many, you've been in the Power Rangers and all that. How, how many times do you get that? Yeah. I, get, I get it a lot. You know what's good <laughs> about that though, man? Sometimes people see me and they're like, you're JDF. It's like, we started the show with 26 years ago. That's before anything got initialed. You know, we weren't like, well, we are MMPR. That was before initialing back then. So nowadays people see me, it's, it's great. It's 20 years, here we are. You know, grew up, a lot of these filmmakers that I meet now are like, dude, I grew up watching you. Yeah, you know, exactly. and uh, it's it's their, this is their genre. They're the young, upcoming filmmakers that are making tomorrow. And that's what's exciting. So one last thing, man. What would you, what would your advice be for any actors and actresses out there that is finding themselves in a rut, trying to continue to get the work, but they get discouraged because, you know, in this business, we as actors, we work is up and down. So what would your advice be? I would say advice on anything, even in martial arts or comic cons, just be passionate about what you do and don't expect to sharpen your sword, man. And if the battle's there, the battle's there, you'll win the war. I'm not, I never did this to say, I'm gonna go to Sundance. I did it because I was passionate about the people I'm working with and what I do, and it's just fun. So just stay passionate to what you're doing and this will get to the right person. That's inspiration. James, appreciate you, man. Can't wait to see the film. Yes, I'm going to dress up. I go as... Yes, we were just talking about Awesome Con off air, mm -hmm. but that's mm -hmm. the next big con in yeah. the DMV. Mm -hmm. I'm going to cosplay as Fat Thor. Nice. That awesome was well, very it's well not deserved. A whole, that's, that's not like really a lot of cosplay well for me. I just throw a wig on and I'm yeah. good, Barrel. Yeah. <laughs> it's like an easy go-to. Yeah. It is, man. It, you know, God bless MCO for making Fat Thor so I could find yeah. <laughs> cosplay as a superhero, you know? Yeah. yeah. That was Mazzy Star, guys, and some great interviews, including Jason Dave, David Frank at Omniboat. We got a couple more Omniboat interviews at the end of the program. Um, so, yeah, man, um, Amazon Prime News, in addition to, we talked a lot about Hunters, mm -hmm. Amazon's adding another sci-fi show to its books, which is great. I mean, they have more money than God, so why not? Right. Yeah. Make um, that it's a, a script-to-series commitment for the adaptation of Octavia E. Butler's sci-fi novel, Dawn, from Ava Du. DuVernay and Victoria Mahoney. Haven't heard of it, but that yeah. doesn't mean it can't be good. Wasn't what? Ava DuVernay supposed to do New Gods at DC before the DCEU collapsed? Yeah. I could swear You're that was the case. Right. Yeah, but she because she know, did Wrinkle in Time. She's done a lot of great things. Yeah, she's when good they at, see us was great, yeah. but um, I'm not too too familiar with a lot of her um, her other st stuff, or maybe in the genre. Mm. Um, but to see this Dawn project sounds Dawn? pretty cool. It's called Dawn. Mm. Um, it follows Lilith, an African-American woman who, who has been kept asleep in an alien spaceship, mm. along uh, with yes. several other survivors for 250 years after the Earth had destroyed in a nuclear war. Ah. Now the aliens are calling on her to resurrect the human race. Lilith. Interesting. Whoa. Huh. So get to banging. Oh, yeah. So all the survivors. Have yeah. To, they have okay. to bang. Got to mix that oh, DNA. Got to repopulate. Yeah. Unless they cross-pollinate with the aliens. There you go. <laughs> reminds me. I just watched High Life again recently. <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh>. Wow. <laughs> um, who in here is watching Walking Dead? 
No, oh, gave up. It's just you, bro. We all gave no. up. I think, yeah, I think you're alone on this one, yeah. bro. That, that dead horse is beaten, brother. Yeah. Bro, it is better it was... than ever right now, guys. Season 10. You say so. Had Ten. its mid-season premiere. I'll never catch up now. Yeah. As you know, they're in the Whisper arc <laughs> right now. I dropped season four. Yeah. <laughs> are people still alive? Yes. <laughs> it's just like Daryl and Carol. Two of the main cast are still there. Like, Daryl is there. and Daryl and Carol. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Alexandria and... It, Michonne's Where gone now, right? Michonne, Michonne's last episode will be some sometime in the second half. Oh, okay. And as you know, Rick didn't die, but he's gonna get he's, his. He's movies. coming. He's coming back for his movies. movies for three movies. For three AMC, I think direct movies. I imagine. Yeah. I can't imagine it being the theaters unless they get some crazy A-list talent. I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. pro- I mean, they could probably but, write them as like independent stories that you can just watch on your own. Maybe. I just. I, but guys, this damn. mid-season premiere was great, man. It had. Is Ryan Hirsch still in it? Ryan Hirsch is Beta. I yeah. he's one of the Whispers. Yeah. But the Whispers, if you didn't know, are the people who wear the dead the people that masks. Wear the the masks oh. of the dead. Yeah. And kind of so camouflage amazing. among mm-hmm. the dead. Smart. I, I like how Ryan Hurst grew out his hair and his beard for Opie and Sons of Anarchy, and then just never shaved it off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. He just so looks two the crazy same things happened now. in the episode. There was a little bit of a cliffhanger where. Two of our protagonists, Connie, the deaf um, character, who's actually deaf in real life, oh, cool. and Magna, Magna straight out of the comic books, um, uh, were in a cave that collapsed mm. um, where the Walker Horde, or at least some of the Walker Horde, was, was located. Mm. And then another big WTF moment was Negan and Alpha hooking up. Guys, this is crazy, as you know. How is Negan still alive? So Negan was, as you know, <laughs> in prison, or maybe you didn't know. I didn't was know. Was spared by Rick after the end of oh, the uh, how, how noble the war against the saviors. What did you do? I you killed my son, and eh, that's okay. <laughs> Actually, uh, I don't know if he killed his son. Yeah, he did. He kill his son? Yeah, uh, he didn't kill his son, but his son did die. Yeah, I know that. Part. Wasn't like um, bit by a zombie or something. He was like by that. a zombie. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't kill his son. It's probably um, Negan's fault. Rick ordered, uh, told, yeah, I guess because. Because the son kind of said, hey, you know, it's not all about killing, you know, let let people uh, kind of be, be forgiven for things. I don't oh. know. Something along those lines. Anyways, um, Negan was in prison for a while in Alexandria. Eventually, he just escapes. Oh. And, um, you know, he did some good while he was in prison. He, but now he, he's bad he again. He did some gardening. He did some good, you know, chores uh, around the camp. Oh, all right. Um, but then he, um, he escaped because of... He was indirectly responsible for one of the residents' deaths. See, dick. Indirectly, <laughs> indirectly. He's still a dick. Um, yeah. I mean, Jeffrey Dean, Dean Morgan seems like a cool guy. He is. He seems like a really cool guy. Negan yeah. kind of seems like a dick. So Negan escapes, and then he he meets up with the Whispers, and starts um, hooking up. We <laughs> don't know what his intentions are. You know, he's infiltrating. Maybe he's going to be a spy. Maybe we don't he's know. just trying to get it in. Who knows? Um, but <laughs> this was not in the comic book or the graphic novel. Uh, They're so far off the well, books at this point. Yeah, they've been off. Barely anything novel. is there anymore. Long time. Negan thought he was going to die. He turns around. Alpha's completely naked except for the Walker mask. That's weird. So and she That's says, weird. "You're a crass man. You deserve a crass prize." Because Negan uh, supposedly uh, said there's a spy amongst the Whisper camp. Oh, okay. So because he, you know, revealed something honorable according to Alpha. Hmm. She decided to fuck him. <laughs> so there you go. Hey, Negan, you get it in, brother. <laughs> so, um, definitely, um, I'm hyped for the rest of the season of Walking Dead, guys. It's definitely one of the strongest. And I'm seasons. excited 
for you. Thank you. I'm you're glad we're you are. happy you're happy. I'm happy that you're exactly <laughs> happy that you are happy. <laughs> I'm going to stay over here and not be happy <laughs> right. and get stressed out watching Hunters. Uh, no, well, I'm going to be watching We'll that all too. be stressed out watching Hunters. Well, um, at least you'll on, be also happy. on AMC, um, they have a new show called... Um, uh, what is it called? Walking Dead <laughs> spinoff. Kevin can f himself. Kevin can f himself. <laughs> which, which I think we can say Kevin can fuck himself on uh, Below the Belcher. We can say Kevin can fuck himself. Um, which is kind of loosely based on Kevin can Wade. I, I don't know if you know, but I've never seen Kevin. Kevin can, can Wade is Kevin James's sitcom. Oh. Where uh, the woman that plays his wife was Leah Leah Tioni or something like that. Leah. Um, Leah something or other. Leah well, Scientology. Leah got out of Scientology. Leah Remini Rem- Rem- comes in, but yeah. in the first season she's not a part of the cast. Oh. They decide to controversially kill the character's wife. Mm. The character plays his wife. Right, because just of Scientology. Le- just to bring in Leah Remini. Oh. Just to bring in Leah Remini in the second weird. season. So. I don't know. It says it's loosely based on it. So Kevin can fuck himself as Kevin James? That's, well, the title's Kevin fuck himself. I think. But Kevin James is in it. He's not in it at all. He's oh, got okay. his own show. He's doing the Adam Sandler thing where he's producing something, but he's yeah. not in it. Yeah, good for him. But okay, so it's not show Kevin James. Okay. It stars one of my new favorite actresses because I just got wind of how great this comedy is, Schitt's Creek. Which is <laughs> I heard the best Schitt's show. Creek. Yeah, okay. The best show. So I got to party with Annie, who plays Alexis, at the SAG Awards. Yeah, Netflix I saw party. all your photos. Thank you. I know, right? Go she on. is amazing. Uh, I talked to Annie for a little bit. She's a like, sweetheart. do you watch the show? I've been watching. I've been watching. So I watched the current season for the awards, the vote. Now I have to go back to season one and watch it. But it's the sixth and final season. I know. I'm watching up. it now. It's on pop. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a fun show. It's a fun all show. All of the characters just have their own little... Quirks. Yeah, Annie's so, so like cute. she's actually really smart and like I love her talented, character. but her character is very like one-dimensional. Yeah, David, <laughs> you David. Gosh, she's a hottie too. <laughs> Got it. Yeah, she's 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 gorgeous. Um, but yes, um, Kevin can fuck himself. Annie Murphy from Schitt's Creek will be playing the lead in that. Eddie Murphy. Annie, Annie Murphy. Annie Murphy. Her name's Annie Murphy, yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, she, man. I'm, I got like Eugene a 70% hearing loss in this year. I'm dead <laughs> as fuck. She'll be playing Allison, the lead in uh, Kevin Fucking. You didn't see Eugene. In regards Eugene. to Eddie Murphy, who will be playing I didn't Allison see Eugene. in. Levy. Levy. Yeah, Eugene Levy is Thank great. You for I, mean, yeah. I, I saw and two da- episodes of Kurt's season. And his son's yeah. name is Dan. Dan Levy, yeah. yeah his actual son, yeah. So this one is a great. Um, news bit because it's about a show filming in the good old DMV. Okay. Currently, it's a new pilot called "The President Is Missing" on Showtime. I'm trying Ooh. to get on that, yeah. Yes, right? Aren't is we it all? Good? What's that on? I think I alluded to. It's going to be Showtime. It's going oh, to be Showtime. 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 Very good. Yes. But it's it. The pilot is filming, but it, it's supposed to go to series for about eight episodes, I think. Okay. Something like that. Yeah. So yeah, we'll definitely get that. We'll yeah. definitely get the eight episodes. Yeah, it's based on a book written it's by written by Bill Clinton and Bill um, Clinton, which Bill they Clinton. have thankfully removed a lot of his involvement thanks to the Jeffrey Epstein <laughs> stuff. They removed him mostly. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, it's also co-written by That's James, why James Patterson. Oh. It's co-written by James Patterson, who created the <laughs> Alex Cross series of uh, detective books. Now it's starting to make sense about Jeffrey Epstein stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Jeffrey Epstein huh? didn't kill himself. No, uh, he did not. <laughs> So the lead and neither will Harvey Weinstein for the future reference. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, lead David Oliolo uh, will be uh, the lead in this president's missing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Janet McTeer, Medina Singhorn, Paula Paul Edelstein, and Gina Gallego 
and just announced on the cast. I'm excited about this guy from Guardians of the Galaxy and The Walking Dead. Michael Rooker. Nice. Mm, okay. Yes. We'll be joining as a series regular in The President is Missing. So Michael Rooker's a cool guy. Yeah. I met him. Yeah. He's cool. Yeah. He's always really friendly at the cons, too. Oh, yeah. For sure. Um, also on Showtime is Molly Shannon's half-hour comedy pilot called Big Deal. She'll be I teaming like up with Shannon. another yes. SNL alumni, uh, Vanessa Bayer. Um, she plays a character who overcame childhood leukemia to achieve her lifelong dream, dream of landing a successful home shopping um, home shopping channel host. Hmm. Oh, is this the sweaty balls thing? <laughs> she basically continued her character. Balls. It could be, yeah. Or the cheerleaders. No one can resist my sweaty yeah. balls. <laughs> no one can resist my sweaty balls. Yeah, that's great. That's Can't great. believe they made yeah. Or Superstar. Remember? Superstar. Sometimes when I get nervous, I put my hands on my upper tonight. Oh. Oh. I'm like this. But that's bad. But that's bad. Remember back when Saturday Night Live was trying to produce movies? Remember that? Remember when Saturday Night Live was that? Chris Kattan with manga? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think he was in like rehab or something like that. There isn't a skit that's so popular that it now touches a mango. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think there's a a skit that's on Saturday Night Live right now that Mm. can make a a successful movie. Which is good because it means it's just a comedy skit. Maybe the the alien things with uh, Kate. Coneheads? Huh? Kate McKinnon. No, not with Kate McKinnon, where uh, like they're, they're, they're getting interviewed after their uh, alien Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Thing. Yeah, that'd be funny. That could be funny. Maybe. Could be funny. I don't know. On FX, American Horror Story Season 10 has Ooh. a cast. They just announced a newcomer, which I'm kind of pretty uh, intrigued by this casting. Macaulay Culkin. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. I'm happy I mean, to see I him getting see back him. to work. Yeah. I could see him. He does a lot of like podcasting these days. Yeah. He has his own podcast called Thank Bunny Ears. He does a lot of stuff with uh, Red Letter Media. Okay. He's, on their, he's, he's on their shows. He's on camera. He hasn't done much lately. On like TV, he's done. He did a film. I think it was last year called the. I think it's called the Beach Bum. Mm-hmm. We did okay. it with his friend. Oh, Seth. he was in Beach Bum. Yeah, I think he. I think he produced it. I don't okay. think he actually was in it, but he produced yeah, it with he, Seth Green. He still got that Home Alone money, man. He so right now he, he just can live off royalties for the rest of his life. He, he, he works yeah. for fun. He yeah, does it because it's, he's bored. Yeah, it's just like I'm he, available. He's, he's also in a band where all their songs are about pizza. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's a band. He's he got podcasts. He seems like a relaxed and groovy guy. I want to hang out with Matt Yeah, he seems to be pretty cool. Yeah, buddy. Um, but yes, Sarah Paulson and Evan Peters are returning. Yeah, which I know they were. Absent from last What's season. What's the so. theme this year? Like they so the theme has everything. not been around. I have not, uh, has not it's been Home Alone. Um, <laughs> although they did allude to uh, one season being about the future, have a sci-fi horror element, which they haven't right. tackled yet. Kind of like well, Jason they, X. Well, didn't like they do Jason like Apocalypse? X. What was the po- like the apoc- aliens? You know, sure, yeah. Oh, okay. Doing a horror uh, sci-fi would be a cool thing. That, okay. Or just cool. something based in the future. Yeah. Um, but yes, I'm glad that Sarah Paulson and Evan Peters are back. It just didn't seem like AHS without those two, um, because they are part of every season. Too. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. So that should be pretty cool. Um, Evan Peters as uh, was H H Holmes is like perfect casting. Yeah. That was like the best casting, yes. <laughs> just perfect. Yeah, he's he's great. He's so, and and the fact that he's portrayed so many different characters in every season and they're very distinctly different. Yeah, just shows what a great actor. He yeah. He's Wait. actually uh, in the Philadelphia are shooting on HBO limited series called Servant. Mayor of Easttown. Oh, is Mayor Oh. Oh, no. So Servant is uh, on uh, Apple TV. Oh, is that Apple TV? Okay. Which is what I've worked on. Oh, gotcha. Um Let's see. Um this is interesting uh, news but so Hank Azaria um who Oh, I heard about know, this, yeah. Right. He's um I mean, he's known for a lot of his uh, movie work but also known for his voiceover work on, on Simpsons, Simpsons yep. for voicing a Pooh. He announced oh, yeah. his decision 
um, due to backlash um, against the Indian American convenience store owner and stereotypes he pushed. Um, he just said it doesn't feel right. Um, and the Simpsons executive producer said they respect his journey. Yeah. Um, and, and Hank's journey uh, in regard to Apu and, and granting his wish to no longer voice the character. Um, I guess they have to have an, an Indian uh, actor, voice actor. To play I, well, I wonder if Apu yeah. is still going to be I the mean, character. I mean, if you think about it, you know, yeah. the jokes from the 90s, as we all right. know now, aren't fly as now. acceptable. Yeah, they they're don't not, fly now. Yeah. Here, so, here's, here's a better question. Yeah. Is anyone still watching The Simpsons? That's the better question. I watch it. <laughs> you still watch, you still watch, it? You still watch The Simpsons? Watch every week? I mean, not when it's on, but like when I go <laughs> on to Disney my Plus? Roku. Where they screw I'm, up this aspect know, ratio. When I yeah. go to my Hulu and it's like, okay, Bob's Burgers, Simpsons, right. Blackish. Yeah. Mixed dish. I, mean, I haven't watched The Simpsons in years, man. No, yeah. I gave I up. Just, I, I mean, I'm happy I they're like still the on nice the air. I like the nice 30-minute comedy just when I'm They're on like the 30th tired. season oh, or something now. It's it's Letter Kenny is a good one. That's a good way yeah, of saying how long that show is. Letter Kenny's funny. Letter Kenny's great. I have to pitch a Letter Kenny movie in, at the end of this month. Oh, nice. Creek. I can invite a podcast. Right. I will have to watch more of Shit's Creek. Shit's Creek is amazing. Okay, Letter Kenny, I'm writing it down. It's on Hulu. Yeah, it's like seven seasons, but it's like 25-minute episodes. You'll blow through it. Actress, I oh, had a chance to hang out at a couple parties, including. Um, <laughs> you always give me the, the weird eye when. Yeah, because what? it's probably somebody I know, that I, I liked. No, 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 but oh, she's I got to hang out at a couple parties. Well, while you're blowing some smoke up your ass there, Al. <laughs> <laughs> I do it in a loving way, guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, Malin Ackerman, who you know, know from the Watchmen movie, oh, yeah. Billions. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Love her, by the way. She's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, along with Oliver Hudson, have been cast as the two lead roles in a comedy pilot, The Three of Us. Um, it's, it follows adult siblings who are the children of of divorce who must circle the wagons when their sister's husband unexpectedly announces he wants to call it quits on their marriage. So, oh, bummer. Um, interesting. Um, she's going back to the uh, sitcoms. Um, yeah. That's cool. Good for you. I'm curious about this. This is one you'll love, Morgan, because I know you affectionately refer to your friends as Clarice, right? Or they call you yes. Clarice. So Clarice will be a series. Really? Can you believe this? On CBS, which follows oh. FBI agent yeah. Clarice, Clarice Starling in no the shit. Silence of the Lambs. I yes, mean, that's right. The aftermath of the events of Silence of the Lambs. Oh, so okay. okay. So okay. as she hunts, so it will be a new action. She's we'll hunting down Hannibal Lecter as he's on the run. Okay, yeah. Gotcha. As she yeah. hunts down, <sighs> a, well, actually, new serial murderers, oh. and sexual predators. So, oh, so post, it's so just post her. Hannibal Lecter. So it's post Hannibal Lecter. Okay. I, I, um, I feel like they're gonna like sprinkle like him in. He's the main. He's the main target. It's like Blacklist. He's the main target. They're gonna sprinkle him. Yeah, because if again. you go back to the Sounds of the Lambs, he escapes, right? Yeah, he does. He escapes. I, I, and he's yeah. not even the main villain of that film. It's Buffalo no, no. Bill. Right. Buffalo Bill. Right, Buffalo, right. They, they but then in the him. sequel, I mean, he's it the main villain in the sequel. Well, the sequel's bad. <laughs> the sequel is bad. The sequel's right. bad. Yeah, the dragon yeah. But No, be... no, not the red dragon. Oh. No, not the red dragon. <laughs> technically, technically, that's a prequel. That's a Hannibal is the yeah. sequel. Hannibal. And yeah, I didn't like Red Hannibal. Dragon is a remake of a film called Manhunter, done by Michael Mann, and Manhunter is way better. And in that film, Manhunter... Hannibal Lecter is played by Brian Cox. Really? Uh, have you ever seen X-Men 2? He was a guy that played yeah. William Stryker. Oh, he was the yeah. original Hannibal okay. Lecter. He was the captain on well, Super Troopers. Yep, that's him. 
Yeah, so this and that's will my, be... That's my knowledge of yeah. and that's, Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> <and that's what laughs> I... So I guess this is, I guess, a sequel series? Uh, yeah, I guess. I think, uh, it's, I think it's Alex Kurtzman that's supposedly I, producing it. I don't it. think I think you're, I believe you're Which right. Which scares me because I hate him. Alex Kurtzman, that's right. <laughs> I hate and him. Jen yeah, Lee fuck Lumen. that guy. I hate him because hate he wrote him. Star Trek Into Darkness, and he also directed that Mummy movie with Tom Cruise. He's, uh-huh. he's, he's bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now I actually know who he is, and uh, fuck that guy. So yeah. Clarice will be portrayed by actress Rebecca Breeds. I'm not familiar with her. Me neither. But mm. she's been in shows like Home and Away, and she's from Australia. Oh. Um, she's been on Pretty Little Liars and the Originals. Mm. Fucking um, Australia, man. She's the new Clarice. Mm-hmm. So well, hello, Clarice. <laughs> there, <it is. laughs> there, there you go. Is. I was waiting for that. Sidebar Australia fag. Did you know that all the fires in Australia were put out by, like, Record amount of rain. Rain. Yeah. yeah. Mother Australia. Nature. So, Mother Nature. Yeah. so lucky. So Mother Nature lucky. just fucking hates Australia. Is really what it comes down yeah. to. Wait. Besides the border cities, like what else is there in Australia? It's a desert. Dingoes. It's a desert. Dingoes Dingo and Dingo ate your baby. <laughs> Shrimps on the Barbies. <laughs> and Kangaroos. Crocodile Dundee and, and Margot Robbie. Just coronavirus. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is gone. Yeah, I'm not traveling internationally. No. No. Me neither. Wait for that shit to die down. I'm too fucking broke to travel internationally. <laughs> Koalas. Koalas. I do want to go. I know. I've right? been. It's awesome. Yeah. I went when I was in the Marine Corps. Ooh, mama. Ooh, <laughs> Yeah. Is it hot as shit down there? Yeah. yeah. And they really like American Marines. Oh, I'm yeah. sure you had a good time. I had a great time. <laughs> you had a good time? Nice. <laughs> 22, just best shape of my life. Yeah, right? Australia. Just with your uniform. Mm-hmm. Just a walking erection. Bang everything that moves, huh? Not yeah. <laughs> Not anymore. I'm fat right. now. <laughs> so the CW has cast Olivia Lang as a female lead of its upcoming Kung Fu reboot. Oh, cool! Holy I don't know if you're crap. familiar with the 1972 series. Man, they're really digging deep now. Star David yeah. Carradine. Um, da- David Carradine cannot make it in this reboot. <laughs> no, no, he cannot. Oh. A lot of erotic association for that guy. Uh, yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Uh, so it moved from Fox to the CW. Okay. Um, oh, so there's going to be some pretty people in there. Uh, <laughs> it's good the pretty people treatment. It's good. Pretty people treatment. Acting hey, second. Pretty people got to be able to act too, man. Looks first at acting second. Exactly. Um, but yes, uh, Olivia Lang. Um, but hey, good on them for CW producing a show that's not superhero based. Right. Yeah, that's kind of all they the got right few, now. It's basically dude. the superhero network at this point, if you really dude, think about it, it. Dude, it's all it is. Yeah. All it is, yeah. And the other shows that are not in the Arrowverse are still supernat- like Supernatural. Yeah. Have a lot of seasons. That's supposed to end, um, and Arrow is ending, and they're going to bring in other stuff. They I got mean, it's still Wonder in the Girls on the way. Yeah, it's still in the in the genre of fantasy superhero. Yeah. yeah. I will yeah. say it was pretty funny that uh, they did link everything together with Crisis on Infinite Earths. Like, every yeah. part of the DC Universe, except for one thing. What's that? The Snyderverse. They deleted it. Yep. They that did, didn't oh, count. Oh, that was wonderful. No, no, they didn't. They didn't because no. of the Flash. He fades away. He fades, oh, he, okay. He fades away. But he was it, there, but he's not He anymore. was there, and it's like, oh, my God, it's crossing over. And he just fades away. Like, oh, it okay. never happens. <laughs> okay. I'll Why do you it. think Batman is looks nothing like uh, Ben Affleck's Batman? Yeah, that's a good point. There you go. Yeah, man. Yeah. Alternate universe. Surprise. Oh, we got rid of it. CW doing another show that's not about superheroes called The Republic of Sarah. Hmm. Um, and the pilot faced okay. with the destruction of her talent at the hands of a greedy mining company. High school teacher Sarah Cooper, um, played by um, Stella Baker, hmm. utilizes... Any, any relation to Dale Cooper from Twin Peaks? <laughs> I'm not sure about that one. <laughs> but uh, utilizes a, a cartographical loophole to declare independence. Oh, all right. Hmm. Pretty interesting. That's weird. Um, 
Riverdale shakeup as Skeet Ulrich announced that he is leaving the hit show after playing. Wait a minute, Skeet Ulrich is still acting. Skeet Ulrich, yeah, he's, um, <laughs> he's not playing. Wait, dads. Riverdale's still on TV. <laughs> so I just started watching that. Yes. Is so it? I'm only on like season two now, but okay. I was like, oh my god, there's so many. Are you liking it? Yeah, I mean, but it's a lot. Like, okay. I feel like. So many episodes. I'm still on Skeet Ulrich, man. I mean, a lot of those, yeah. a lot of those CW TV shows, the episode orders are like what, 23 episodes? Oh, there's so many. That's, that's, just, and I, that's the big problem I have, and that's kind of yeah. why I dropped out of the Arrowverse. And like, the yeah, seasons you can't are invest too, that much time. The seasons I mean, are too I'm never long. Get through it. Plus, I think they could do better quality episodes by a shorter number. Why I've said the same thing. Why, like, yeah. why can't? Why do they have to go twenty? Because yeah. the advertisers need enough screen time in order to meet their product demand. And there's a lot. So you have to pad out the yeah. season with enough episodes so you can get enough uh, commercial slots. Mm. Mm. So it's, ba- it's, now it makes it's sense. basically it's the fra- it's the phrase of we need to put something on television. And CW, okay. and CW doesn't require super high ratings. No, it doesn't because right. the shows are so cheap. I mean, right. you can yeah. really see it like. There's so many carefully crafted yeah. of mm-hmm. the makeup where they like show that it's cover girl mascara. Like I remember just yeah, being right. like, it's, it's most that's of it's, obvious. Yeah. Like compare compare the CW TV shows that have like what 23 to 26 episodes to Watchmen on HBO, which is nine episodes. Right. I mean, right. and while I, have I mean, I'm never gonna get fin- I'm never gonna get through it. Like but, the last yeah. two episodes of Watchmen, while they're not very good, even though it's it's just nine episodes, like clean, mm-hmm. concise story, right. no bullshit. That. It's yeah. just like nine, there it is. Nine hours I'd of TV that. and you're done. There you go, done. Yeah. I don't have to do anything else. And Skeet Ulrich plays Jughead's father. Jughead's father, right? Yeah. Wow, he got uh, old. And Luke man. Perry played. Uh, I remember him in Archie's Archie's father. Oh, uh, yeah. Sadly passed away. A so. um, uh, couple sad passings to announce. Um, not familiar with this, um, I guess, country group called Dixie Crush. I guess they weren't really nope. super popular, nope. but uh, one of the members of that group, Lindsay Lagasty, died um, due oh. to a, just a freak car accident. She was hit, actually hit by a vehicle while walking oh, crossing the street that sucks. on her way to a show. That sucks. Dude, that is so freaking tragic, dude. That yeah, is life is short. Sad. Live the way you got it. Yeah. Um, mathematician Katherine Johnson passed away at the age of 101. 101. There's a joke for this. There's a joke for this. <laughs> she died in her prime. Um, get it? Because 101 is a yeah, prime yeah, number. Yeah, Math, yeah. get it? Yeah, get it? I thought you were going to do a binary code thing. Yes, no, yes. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, yeah, you that, can go there, too. That can go that way, too. Am I going to die? Is yes, it too no, soon? Is yes. it too soon? No. <laughs> but Taraji P. Henson played her. Her in Hidden Figures. Yeah. In that mm-hmm. film. Which yeah, she was the real hidden figure. Yeah. And Who she actually was now? awarded a medal by uh, Barack Obama yeah. uh, in oh, 2015. Yeah. Rightfully deserved. His yeah. last uh, term. Um, she died in her prime. Um, <laughs> yep. Fuck Damn you, I win. So bad. <laughs> oh, <you fucking> asshole. <laughs> so bad. So bad. I'm, I'm I know jokes week, for this guy, Kobe Bryant's uh, public oh, memorial yeah. service yeah. was at the Staples Center uh, this past Monday. Yeah. Um, um, also, a moral service for his 13-year-old daughter, Gianna. Mm-hmm. Um, Vanessa Bryant honored her husband with an emotional, heartfelt how speech. Old was, how old was he when he passed away? 43, I believe. Too okay. damn young, man. Yeah, Too really damn young. Yeah. Too damn. I was about to really, say he really was going to die at the age when he learned about life, the universe, and everything, but he's only 43. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Hitchhiker's Guide reference. There it is. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Jimmy Kimmel uh, uh, introduced um, Vanessa on stage, mm. and he was actually full of tears. And full of yeah, they were good friends. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they were very close friends. I didn't even know. I only got to see uh, Michael Jordan's speech. Michael Jordan. It was good. I, couldn't, I just couldn't watch. Very yeah. emotional, as was um, Shaquille O'Neal as yeah. well. 
Um, Alicia uh, Keys did a uh, performance, yeah. musical performance. Yeah. I heard Beyonce sang. Beyonce sang as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was uh, February uh, 24th, so number 24. Yeah. Um, mm. Significant number. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, Alicia performed a special song described as one of Kobe and wife uh, and Vanessa Bryant's favorite numbers. Um, so, um, Moonlight Sonata. That was oh, okay. Mm. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's uh, certainly sad, man. One of the sadder. It's one of the, the the passings that you'll always remember where you were. Yeah. Like Michael yeah. Jackson's was one of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This one I was at Sundance. Uh, yeah. In, in on the uh, on the bus to an event. Mm-hmm. Michael Jackson, I remember because I was at the chiropractor's uh, uh, desk, uh, about to be adjusted at the chiropractor. Oh no shit. My phone. And, it's like when um you know when uh, I think uh, we're at the uh, four year anniversary of when Harold Ramis passed away. And uh, I remember exactly where I was when yeah, he passed see? away. I was getting out of work That's that day. I was in D.C. And I was deal. like, oh, my yeah. God, Harold Ramis passed away? No yeah. way. Well, like so when Robin Williams passed away. Yeah. I yeah. cried when Robin Williams passed Dude. away. Yeah, that one hit me so, hard. So, so, so sad. Yeah. In gossip news is Harvey Weinstein is currently receiving medical treatment. Um, <laughs> As he was found, he right can return his walker to the fucking prop department because he's done with it. <laughs> yeah, he's, oh, he's so full hysterical. of shit. Yeah. So full of shit. Yeah. He was found guilty <laughs> on two of the five uh, crimes against him on Monday. He was en route to Rikers Island when he began complaining of chest pains. Oh no shit! And then how he convenient? Went to the how convenient? What well. a fucking cunt! God. <laughs> Wow. I'm sorry. A predator was... and a liar. No, you, no, you don't, don't apologize. <laughs> oh, right? I mean, You're if right. it happens, karma. Yeah. If, if it certainly was. And, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I, you know I would say karma. Remind... I would say cover up. <laughs> I mean, you guys have watched Sopranos, right? Oh, yeah. He, yeah. he reminds me of fucking Junior Soprano when he was going through his trial. Uh, oh, yeah. Faking his fucking... Uh, his injuries. His injuries oh, and yeah. shit. <laughs> to get sympathy. He's just such a cross of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense, and it makes sense yeah. why we do that. Yeah. I mean, he's like internationally the most like hated oh, man on the planet now. Yeah. Well, next to like Osama bin Laden or some shit. Well, maybe next. That's still not, alive. Maybe not yeah. next. Yeah. Well, I mean, if there's a face for sexual assault, it's That's Harvey him. Weinstein. I think the doctor Larry Nasser was was a son of a bitch. Oh, he, oh, fuck that guy I think too. He's a pedo and a pedo. yeah. Guys, are you That's guys are worst. you guys forgetting the fucking presidents? Like, oh yeah, <laughs> there's that too. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I mean, everything about him is alleged, not proven yet. though. No, that's all. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, fuck that. Of guy. 25 people that came forward, at least one of them has got to be true. I mean, come on. Yeah. But yet, why hasn't that made as, me- as much exactly. much strides as Harvey? It's true. The power of uh, money. Your money, money and your exactly. position of power. Yeah. It's, it's a know? filthy business. Yeah, once you piss off Hillary Clinton, man, that's it. Right? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, man, I don't know if you guys remember the singer Duffy, but she um, Duffy. stayed out of the spotlight, yeah, and she admitted the reason why. She had a hit song from uh, a few years ago. Yeah, I can't. Sounds familiar. So the re- she had admitted her, uh, the reason why she had to take some time off was because she was uh, raped, drugged, and held captive over some days. Oh, so fuck. she was a, a victim of, of rape and sexual abuse. Oh, mm. damn, dude. Um, and she, you know, um, and the recovery took a lot of time. Um, she sang she that song, Mercy. Mercy was her hit song. Yeah, that's yeah. what it was. Okay. Yeah, so um, you mentioned Jesse Smollett. For whatever reason, he's still... Um, we were talking about power. Yeah, he's still pleading not guilty to the felony charges accusing him of staging a false reporting attack against him last Even year. Even though there's proof of it. Like, Even dude, we saw you. 
He still thinks he can announce I just he's loved, not guilty. I just loved listening to Dave Chappelle talk about that. <laughs> Dude, that, that Santa special on Netflix is great. Was what? That sta- are you ta- are you looting the yeah. stand- Santa yeah, yeah, yeah. special? Yeah. We're all like the like super liberal media hated. Oh, it. Uh, yeah. Rotten Tomatoes. The the critics gave it a zero and the audience gave it a one hundred. Because they're all like super liberal snowflakes. Yeah. And they they couldn't really handle it. Oh no, Dave hey, Chappelle. Guys, Dave a, Chappelle ripped them apart. It's, yeah. it's a joke, guys. Exactly. Right. It's just a yeah. joke. Yeah. Yeah. As much as we have criticisms about our president. We yeah. we we are definitely equally as critical as super super duper snowflakes. As well. Yeah. What I like. Let's just make that clear. <laughs> what I liked about the Dave Chappelle stream. This is what he yeah. said about about this guy, mm-hmm. was because people were saying that, oh, the black people weren't supporting him for what right. happened and everything like that. And Dave Chappelle went, oh no, we were by not saying anything mm-hmm. because <laughs> we all knew right away that it was bullshit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so this is really interesting, guys. So yeah. Steven Spielberg. Famous director. Did you know she? He has an adopted daughter. Yes, yeah. I read about that. Oh yeah, I heard about this. Mm-hmm. Opened so up uh, that she's an adult entertainer. She does erotica. She does pictures and videos for private customers. But she's only solo. Um, she doesn't. <laughs> she doesn't do porn with other people because no. yeah. she's in a relationship. Yeah. Or engaged or whatever. She's got standards, man. She's got some standards, but she makes good for you, girl. Make that money. Money. <laughs> and I mean. We're talking. I mean, you don't need money when you're right. when you're Steven she's, Spielberg's daughter. Why though? She's yeah. the daughter of. You want to know why? The one of the most famous bored. directors. Bored. But you could be when you, have, when you have so much but money. You yeah. Yeah. Bored. But I yeah. got I got an uncle. But honey, what do yeah. you want to do? Anything you want, and this is what you choose. And yes, adult entertainment. She could have done directing. Like, she could have done. You want a petting of... zoo? You want to jump off a mountain? Like I, yeah. I just don't. I, yeah, you want to know why? Thought. Because Daddy doesn't approve it. Well, right. Well, so, <laughs> so yeah. It's, so uh, so like, what's going like, on there? Let's taint the Spielberg when, name a little when bit. When Drew Barrymore uh, had a spread in Playboy magazine years and years oh, ago. Oh, I remember. That's that. not porn, but yeah. Yeah, but it's close enough. She right. shows her but, boobies. Yeah, but in, in that when he when she did that, like, she that's like um, his did. goddaughter. That's right. his, and she, his uh, he yes. sent her a blanket that said cover up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he does not approve of this stuff. Yeah. yeah even so hey, good for you, girl. You make that so money. She's trying to make a statement. You to have. Daddy. She needs to have fun. Be safe. Well, <laughs> she's by herself. So <laughs> unless she gets, you know, buys something right. a little too big for the action there. Yeah. So this is what she said to her parents. Think. So in okay, regard I, I to a, her famous parents, she told them about the career decision on Facetime. We're not mad. We're just and they disappointed. said they were intrigued but not upset. How is that possible? Bullshit. Oh, that's, that's bullshit. Oh my bullshit. She said, "I kind, I feel like honestly doing this kind of work, I'm able to satisfy other people, but that feels good because." It's not in a way that because I'm also satisfying myself. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Sorry. I mean, <laughs> not in a way that feels violative. Violative. If, if it makes her happy, man, good on it's you. It's not huh? violative. I don't but think that's a word. Naked. Yeah. You're bearing your naked body. Yeah. And inserting fingers and, and doing toys and hey, fun stuff. Good for her, man. Yeah. I'm proud of her. You're pr- you're actually proud of her. Sure. Why not? Okay. It's her body. She can do what the fuck she wants. Steven Spielberg's daughter. Uh, I mean, adopted daughter. Does so it what? make a difference? Doesn't like, matter. Does it really matter? I was, here's what I mean, I'll say. If, here's I was whole Steve, wor- if Spielberg here's, wanted to adopt me right mm-hmm, now, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be choosing to do Here's that. Here's devil's advocate, right? I'd be like, right? Daddy, I'd mm-hmm. like to be in real films. I'll, I'll right play here. the devil's advocate here. 
Yeah. No father wants their daughter in porn. Correct. Yeah. yeah. I'll admit that. That's right. cool. I get it. But as me, as a regular person, hey. and somebody else just wants to be in porn. <laughs> somebody else's job. You hey, go, my kid. Hey, be happy. <laughs> you do out, you. Yeah. Knock yourself out. Have a good time with it. <laughs> yeah. How old is she anyway? Like early 20s? She's like, yeah, 27. You know what? She'll get over it. Yeah. She'll get bored of doing so that, and then she'll fiance, go to threesomes or something. Her a lot older. Her fiance is 47. Hey, get Jesus. that money, bro. See, there's some daddy issue. It's a da- daddy there, there it is. is. That, 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 there, there it is. is. There it is. She's 23. I mean, she was adopted. Oh. She's so adopted. Has she yeah. dealt with that? So, like, hey man, when I was 23, if I was drunk enough, I probably would have done I some do porn. I do know. I do know. I a mean, few adopted. this was 12 years no, and 100 no, pounds ago. No, I mean ago. it's wonderful. Adoption is wonderful. It is. It is. A, yeah. If you haven't dealt with the things. She's a grown-ass adult. If she wants to be well, naked and show woman. the world, well, you do you, girl. Yeah, yeah. Have a good time. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to buy it, but <laughs> no. if it shows up on Pornhub for free, I can't say no. Uh, celebrity engagements includes uh, Jenna Dewan and Steve Kazee. Don't know As who that is. She was famously engaged to Channing Tatum. Oh, okay. Um, which yeah, I was. I worked on the film where they first met. Step up. Oh yeah, you Morgan, did. Did you work on that? No. That would have been a movie should've. perfect for you because of all the I dancing. I step up one and step up two and all that. Um, shot here in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, uh, they just uh, announced that they're engaged, and she's actually already expecting. Damn, that didn't take long. Yeah, shotgun wedding. Get to it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a shotgun wedding, Poor guys. Channing Tatum. Oh, I'm sure he's fine. I know. I, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're I, I, saw, I saw the eye roll at the end. I'm sorry. Actually, I got to party with a couple times. Uh, yeah, no, I, like, I like to say this because you always give the eye roll. And I think it's hysterical. And it's true. Brittany Snow from Pitch Perfect frame, uh, fame. Um, yeah. She actually had her bachelorette party recently. She's... Uh, Getting married. Good for you, um, girl. Have fun. She had a, a Pitch Perfect reunion with Anna Kendrick, Christian Fit, and Anna Camp. Which That's probably such a fun bachelorette party. Wouldn't that be yeah. fun? <laughs> so they Come on, s- girls, let's sing. <laughs> <laughs> Break out of their acapella. Mm-hmm. That's another guilty pleasure. Twilight and Pitch Perfect. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm not, you know what? I'm sorry. <laughs> I also enjoyed Pitch Perfect. I haven't seen the I'm third so one. It did annoy me it. when I saw that. What was it? Pitch Perfect 3 beat Pitch Mad Max. 3, yeah. It beat Mad Max Fury Road at <laughs> the box office. Oh, <laughs> God, it did. That's right. That annoyed me oh, so that annoyed much. Me. I was like, you mother. like because that movie was a fucking masterpiece. Oh, it's perfect. <laughs> yeah, There's yeah. some shaky CGI no, towards the end. Mad Max, not no. yeah. Pitch Perfect 3. Pitch Perfect 3 is not perfect. No. <laughs> Guys, singing, mashups, yeah. acapella. Acapella. Al's favorite, Rebel Wilson. Oh, that, that's the only thing I didn't like about oh, Pitch that's Perfect. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. I like yeah, I know. We explained this on the show before. Oh, yeah. Yes, we've all, we mm. all know. Well, a great director I got to party with two months ago, Quentin Tarantino. Nice. Um, uh, this is another true story. So it was the SAG Awards. Mm-hmm. Just uh, welcomed his first child. Good he for you, bud. Really? I didn't even know he was... Uh, and now he's going to start making kids' movies like Robert Rodriguez did when he had a kid. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> he's going to make yeah. fucking Lava Girl and Shark Boy or whatever. <laughs> we don't need that. But Tarantino style. <laughs> we don't need Tarantino. That. Don't yeah. do it, Quentin. Don't no, do it. Don't do it. Get your Ooh, movie and be done. Married? I'm still shocked that this is his, his first kid. Wow. Smart. He's got a strong yeah. pull-out game. Good for him. He's in his 50s, isn't he? He's 56. Yeah. Is he married or is this just a girl? Yeah. Yeah. Lock it down. And also 21 pounds. Tyler jo- uh, Joseph and his wife gave birth to their uh, baby girl. Uh, so congrats to them as well. Congrats. 
Also, uh, Laura Prepon from Orange is the New Black. Oh, yeah. That's show. And Ben Foster. Welcome their second child That's together. right. They're married. I always thought she yeah. was a lesbian because of Orange is the New oh, Black. Oh, yeah. She does play a convincing lesbian. She plays a yeah. convincing the lesbian. The most convincing lesbian of all time. That's cool, though. Good for you, bud. Yeah. Good and, for you. And, of course, uh, celebrity birthdays includes... Um, includes... I'm skipping a few because I don't know who these people are. <laughs> Singer uh, Michael Bolton is 67. Oh, wow, Michael. Yeah, I know, right? How can we the be last, lovers if The we last can't Michael be Bolton song that I enjoyed was Jack Sparrow that he did with Lonely Island. Lonely <laughs> Island. <laughs> Singer Erica Baidu mm. is 49. Erica Baidu. Yeah. Um, gosh, I don't know who these people That's are. It. And a bunch of assholes that we don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, Happy fucking birthday. I mean, Michael still has some good ones. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. Does he still have that long hair? I don't really hair? recognize No, he cut the long hair. <laughs> There's one I'd like to add to the uh, the passing, the, the recently passed. Yes. Was, um, yes. Uh, Clive Cussler, the novelist Clive Cussler. Oh, yeah. Wrote the Dirk oh. Pitt novels. He yeah, just yeah, passed yeah. away. He just passed away. Yeah. yeah. He wrote, like, was it like 85 books, some shit like that? Yeah, yeah. That was a massive fucking series. Oh, yeah. Wow. But if, if you've ever played any of the Uncharted video games. Based on that. That's, that's Wasn't based Sahara? Wow. Isn't Sahara on yes. that? Yeah. But it's yeah. terrible adaptation. Yeah. Terrible adaptation. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, the Uncharted yeah. games are. They're basically Clive Cussler novels in game form. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a different character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a shame. Anywho, yeah. he, was, he loved his, he loved his fast cars and crazy adventures and lusty women. Yep. That's, fast lo- cars, fast women. Yeah, that's what he loved. Bad, All his books were basically the same story. <laughs> hey, <laughs> we're just fine. Milk, milk that cash cow. Good luck. Yeah, fine. He did it for 80, 80 books. Yeah. Congratulations. He broke. What a life. Don't fix it, right? Hell yeah. And uh, just a couple of things in WWE. Nikki and Brie Bella, the Bella Twins, are now uh, the latest inductees in the WWE Hall of Fame. Cool. Hmm. I don't um, know who they are. As they're both currently they're pregnant at the same time. Pregnant at the same Not time. Not by the same person. By the same person. By di- by the, yeah, by they're going to have twins. Oh, that's, okay, good. One of them, uh, <laughs> like Nikki, Nikki was engaged to John Cena, and they broke up. And, that's that's right. that and then she fell in love with uh, Dancing with the Stars with her dance partner. Lord. And then Brie uh, was with Daniel Bryan. WWE Were Superstar. they engaged in like it was like a month before the wedding and they broke it off? Something yeah, something like that. that. That's something a like that. That yeah. sounds like somebody got caught cheating. Yep. <laughs> yep. Oh no. Somebody Hollywood. did it dirty. That sucks. Yep. And a rumored name not confirmed is British Bulldog Davy Boy Smith, who will be inducted by Brett the Hitman Arts. Cool. Right so, on, man. Uh, definitely um, um, should shape up to be a great Hall of Fame with the NWO, the original NWO. Oh, cool. Uh, Hulk Hogan, Scott Hall, Kevin Nash being Oh, that's cool. And Dave Batista, Drax himself from Guardians of the Galaxy. Good for you, bud. Right? He's a cool guy. Dave, yeah, you you have... He seems like a really nice guy. I met him at AwesomeCon. So I'm going to say a quick Dave story. Yeah, please. Uh, When we went to AwesomeCon and got to see him... He was practically getting mushed by the people trying to get him to go everywhere, oh my gosh, and wow. he kept ref- he kept shaking them away so he could finish the line and answer all these questions. And yeah. there was a kid in front of me, who mm-hmm. you know, a younger kid, right. kept throwing these guardian questions at him, and he just kept answering and answering. Mm-hmm. The nicest fucking guy. See, yeah, I like hearing that. And Dave, yeah. Dave is a stand-up guy. Yeah, sure. totally Certainly deserving guy. of the Hall of Fame. Last year he wrestled his last match of WrestleMania. He did, yeah. Which I saw live. I was at WrestleMania in New York. So oh, that's cool. I was happy to be there to yeah, see man. that. And Dave, yeah, going Dave. in the Hall of Fame. We love you, Dave, if you're Dave, listening. WrestleMania, uh, the two nights before WrestleMania mm-hmm. uh, in Tampa, Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, Samoa Joe suspended for violating the wellness policy. Oh, uh, for, juicing up, for, huh? For uh, testing for... 
performance enhancing and recreational drugs. Which that yeah. I don't really understand that with wrestling. I mean, I I get they're all taking like testosterone and right. hormones yeah. anyway. Yeah. It's like oh, no yeah. one gets that big without that stuff. Right. Yeah. And it's so not like I mean, it's physique is he's not chiseled. Or, 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 yeah. You know. Maybe he dude. needs maybe he needs it for the strength. I don't maybe know. For the strength, maybe maybe yeah. so. So this is surprising. Um, but the, right before WrestleMania. I never understood this, that you know? for wrestling. Yeah. You know, because while it is, in fact, real things that they are doing, it's scripted. Mm-hmm. It is scripted. It's, right. They have writers that work yeah. out the whole season before they start yeah. going onto the mat. So it's who just, the fuck cares yeah. if he's juicy? You can see it from the camera. Like, they don't hit each other. Yeah. It, it, I mean, it's, for, it's, if it's, it's a health standpoint. It's a health issue. It's a risk because yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. steroid use still... has been linked to yeah. heart issues. And, yeah. and little peepees. Wrestle, wrestlers <laughs> having heart attacks, and we don't want wrestlers to die. Right. You don't want to see little peepees in spandex. <laughs> Who was it that died in the ring? Who was it? It was Bret Hart's brother or something uh, like Owen Hart oh. died oh, that's right. from he a died. stunt. Yeah, he from died dropping yeah. from the from a little uh, like um yeah. From the, from the top of a thing to the bottom of a thing. That's yeah, right. from some kind of harness, a pulley harness. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He released it mistakenly. Bad. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's no good. Mm. Very, very sad. Gravity, oh. man. Son of a bitch. And for whatever gravity. reason, WWE's still working with the Saudis Despite them allegedly uh, uh, killing an American journalist, um, because money yeah, is the loudest voice in the room. Blood money, dude. Blood yes. money. Money. As Cardi says, cash rules everything yeah. around. Cash sure is unimpeachable. Yeah. 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 This is the Super Showdown pay per view happening Thursday in Riyadh, um, Saudi Arabia. All right. Um, it's it's a hell of a card, and they have the millions and millions of dollars yeah. to bring Goldberg to wrestle Bray Wyatt Goldberg. for the Universal Championship. I mean, and Brock yeah. Lesnar defends defend against Ricochet and. Uh, um, they even have a two-wake mountain trophy match, which right. is designed for the Saudis. Okay. AJ Styles, R-Truth, <clears throat> Bobby Lashley, Eric Rowan, Andrade, and Rey Mysterio, who, who's replacing Rusev, as Rusev is reportedly dealing with a back injury. So, oh, all right. Um, and what's great with the Saudis, they finally had a women's wrestling match yeah. for their mm-hmm. last mm-hmm. event. They're going to have another, uh, this will be the second women's. Are they wearing burkas? They, they wear oversized t-shirts mm. and uh, long, long legs. flowy pants. So they're, they're pretty the much head? covered. Yeah. yeah. The Nothing hair? around the head. No. No, no the, spandex. Well, the, if I recall, the spandex hat was covered with a lar- super large t-shirt, like an extra large t-shirt of like their own personal t-shirt. Sure. That's they bizarre. would just wear an oversized t-shirt. Yeah. So even though the legs are spandex, you mm-hmm. don't see anything because the t-shirts go. But their like hair is their... out, or something, I guess. Yeah, that's that that's quite progressive for Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's really like only the face. Your right. hair can't be shown because yeah. that excites men. That's the yeah. reasoning. Is that the reason they're supposed to wear it? Because it would, it would, it, it, it's supposed, to, it would arouse men. It's like right. if you're aroused, then why don't you just Turn around, yeah. like mm-hmm. you could do that. Here's an too. idea: don't rape. Yeah, here's an idea: don't rape people. Don't yeah. rape people. Just a thought, well, ladies and gentlemen. You know, if you're out there listening, you're out there listening. Don't rape. Don't rape. There's a theme with the Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, and, yeah. The theme and of this, the theme of this episode is hey, don't hey rape. people out there, don't rape. <laughs> don't rape. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a right. bad don't be a dick. Be a dude. Exactly, yeah. dude. Yeah. So. Yeah. Again, teach WWE's your sons that. Still doing business yeah. with Saudi Arabia. I mean, they're doing first for the, the nation with sure. the women's match, and sure. they're showing that they can evolve somewhat. But it's 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 slow I mean, progress. But I'll, I'll say this: it's slow progress, but it's progress. It's I mean, I don't want to wrestle. Yeah. yeah. 
I have no desire for wrestling. Wrestling. But if some. So yes, else. Jesse, I promise you that we'll be wrapping before 11:30, and your wish has been granted. Yeah. Yeah. I am off to New York City. That's a BTB first, tomorrow. man. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. This is great. This is this is good. I was projecting this to stay bad. another hour, man. I, I'm five. catching a 9 a.m. bus tomorrow to New York. Ouch. Um, mm, yeah, I need bus. a mental bus. health. I needed a mental health day. I just. And New York is your answer. Yeah, well, I, I got invited to a screening event oh, okay, cool. uh, for okay, the movie yeah. Swallow. stars oh, Kelly Bennett, which made big be strides at the... Um, That's cool. It's cool. not a porno. <laughs> not a porno. Yeah, it's, it's about a woman that has... Spiel Big Daughter is not in that. It, it's a woman that has a disease where she's she likes to eat um, in a, unedible things. Ew. I remember. I mean, it's a didn't we? No, it's, it's an actual film. It caused a woman to faint watching in the audience. Didn't we because interview someone from that? We interviewed. Yes, we interviewed one of the producers who yeah. wanted well, to. Well, there are like, people that. that do that. Like there was yeah. like some. I've been wanting to see film. the film. I finally get to see the film. Yeah. That's there cool. are people that like. You gotta tell films. me if you faint. Yeah, I'm gonna hang out with some friends. That's um, cool. Be fun. I'm probably gonna do a Broadway show. I'm gonna stay one night. I'm gonna. Stay Gonna, um, get that get that work in there, man. Do do all the mm. things. Have yeah, fun. Yeah, man. Go to the, go to the fucking Statue of Liberty and shit. Yeah, I can do all that shit, right? Yeah. yeah Dude, it's so. expensive. Go to town Last time I went there, everything was 50 This is why I'm going during the week. Yeah. The hotel's only A7. Well, that's not bad. It's only A7. That's awesome. But to go to the top <laughs> of the Empire <laughs> State <laughs> Building, like, yeah. Yeah. Empire State Building tickets are like 50 oh. bucks. Yeah, It's worth it. It's try to go to try to stay in New York for the weekend. The rate, the hotel rates triple that. Yeah. Fuck that. So, yeah. And there was a screen event. Yeah, it's Swallow. Go see it. Go you see should it. go to Tao. That's awesome. I've eaten at Tao. Tao is amazing. Tao. The girl works there. Have you been to Beauty in Essex? Yes. Is that worth having? I mean, okay. you got to go. F- the brunch party is the best. Okay. Well, well, that's a Sunday. Yeah, it's like yeah. Saturday. Mm. Maybe message me some of your top yeah, New York yeah, restaurants. I'll have yeah. to figure out a place to eat tomorrow night. Yeah. So. All right, guys, this has been an amazing thing. Anyone uh, have anything to plug before we wrap up tonight's broadcast? Uh, Go to the Film Rescue podcast. Go to that. We have... Website or just search for it? Filmrescue.com is the website. We're also on iTunes, uh, Spotify, um, basically all the streaming services. All the things. Uh, We recently did a rescue for Terminator Salvation. Um, That was one I did. And tomorrow night we are releasing Punisher Warzone. Oh hell yeah, I love that movie. Yeah, well, well, we I fixed it. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> yeah, um, and uh, he fixes, he fixes things. Yeah, and mm-hmm. also we did Serenity, not the Joss Whedon Serenity, the 2019 Serenity with oh. Matthew McConaughey and Anne Hathaway. Oh, okay, oh. Okay. that movie is. Fucking terrible. <laughs> I have I never in my life seen such utter <laughs> trash. Wow. And we, wow. oh, Jesus, it's bad. I don't wow. think I even remember. It, no, it came and went. It was really bad. I'd never even heard of it. it now yeah, I want to look bad. it up just because of it's, that. It's truly abysmal. It's, we'll yeah, have to check it out yeah, for those sure. Episodes, and then yeah, this weekend we're I'm so excited to watch it now. And we're recording a special episode this Sunday for Darkest Hours. Okay. The uh, very crappy Emil Hirsch movie (laughs) about invisible aliens invading Earth. Oh, I remember that. Oh, it's garbage. It is a horseshit movie. (laughs) Mm -hmm. We have to fix that somehow. Awesome. Awesome. Cool concept of a podcast, man. Yeah. Yeah. Check that out. And uh, we are also going to get... Jim Maxwell from Red Letter Media. Mm-hmm. He's coming on next Wednesday to fix Super 8. Mm-hmm. Okay. Next time we're in, we could do another little mini segment. Yeah. Like we did with, with um, what do we review today? Um, Batman v Super. We yeah. A little bit about that. We alluded yeah. to a little bit of that. Yeah. That ep- and that episode will be, mm-hmm. that's going to be a long writing process. Mm-hmm. I'm still working on research. That will be probably out mid-April or so. Maybe we can talk about uh, The Last Jedi next time we're on. Ooh, that'd be fun. Oof. Yeah. I mean, that'll take the whole episode, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I thought you were going to say Rise of Skywalker. In that case, I'm just going to say, fuck that movie. There's <laughs> stuff to talk about with Last Jedi, but Rise of Skywalker is just utter trash. Awesome. It's just Big Nick, trash. anything to plug? Nope. Okay. No, man, I got nothing. Clarice? Uh, you can Queen follow, of the Marines. follow me on Queen Instagram, Morgan Fabulous. Morgan Fabulous. Um, I am dancing in a Stevie Nicks tribute oh, show. Oh, that's cool. Nice. April 10th. Um, it's with some local Baltimore I love it. people, um, and the pro- the tickets are really cheap, but the proceeds are going to, I think, Movable Feast. Okay. Um, and the dates of the event? It's April 10th. April 10th. Um, cool. So I will have some more info up there, but these, we've, we've done it a few other times, like smaller venues, so this is now, like, the biggest, like, grand finale, and these people, like, they... S- there's just such great singers, and awesome. it's like everyone's coming together for like nominal fees, and money's going to charity, and it's just it's fun and awesome. And I'll be doing my Stevie Nicks. Heck dance yeah, mm. cool. It's fun. So. I love it, guys. Yeah. Well, I just have to promote below the belt show. Make sure you check out our SoundCloud now on Spotify, cool. iTunes, and of course belowthebeltshow.com, SoundCloud.com/slash/belowthebeltshow for our latest updates. Sometimes. The, the website little lags a little bit on updates, um, but yes, our SoundCloud is where, to, where you should go for everything. So I'm going to end with the rest of the interviews from Omniboat, which include actor Doug Lawsonhoff and producer Phil Lord. Guys. That's cool. nice. Pretty crazy. Nice. And, of course, another classic cut to close out the show. Um, synth pop New Wave um, artists, New Order, are touring with the Pet Shop Boys. Announced nice, uh, nice. a big tour. I know you're a fan of them. Um, I'm a big fan of New Order. And Pet Shop Boys are awesome. I think it's a great co-headlining mm. set. They so, work well together. Yeah. And I play New Order on the show a bunch of times. New Order was actually in the soundtrack of Wonder Woman. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> Blue you're right. Awesome. Um, so I decided to pick uh, Pet Shop Boys for another second classic cut. Guys, this is a great song. This is called Domino Dancing mm-hmm. here on Below the Belt Show and followed by... The rest of the Omni Boat interviews, including Phil Lord. Guys, we will see you next week, guys. Huge guest from The Mandalorian calling in to Below the Belt Show. Nick, I know you're excited about this one. Oh, dude, I've been bragging about it all Emily day. Swallow, <laughs> who yep. plays the, the, armor. Guess, the armor. She's maker. the armor. armor in The Mandalorian. The yeah. armorer. Yes. Uh, the, the female Mandalorian the f- armor. Yes. yes. Awesome. Um, so Which is fucking awesome, dude. I'm so dude. excited. You're going to come back for that. Oh, I am. (laughs) You're like, I want to come back. Oh, yeah. Awesome. So that's going to be great, guys. So closing out the show, guys. We'll see you next week for another amazing show, guys. Until then, peace. Good night. Good night. Night.
Songs available only on live broadcasts on WMBC and below the belt show.com. What's up, y'all? Trey Chaney, we're back. Click on this Sundance Film Festival. I am sitting here with the talent, Doug Lussenhop. Brother, tell me, how amazing was it working on this film with all of your peers? Oh man, it was uh, it was very inspiring, and it was a very creative group of people, and um, I had a blast. That's great. So that's how, I can boil it, that's how I can boil it down for you. I heard that the film was like four hours. <laughs> no, told me that. it's under it's under two hours. Okay, no, good. but there's there's four hours of stuff in there. Okay. But um, it's uh, you know um, it's just something for everybody in that movie, you yeah. know. There's a lot of different short films that weave together to make exactly. one big mosaic of creativity. Wow. <laughs> and tell us a little bit about your character in it. I'm a repo man. I have to, I have to get a boat back, oh, a speedboat from a bad, rich yeah. bad boy who doesn't want to pay his, uh, his speedboat bill. Yeah. So I have to sneak in in a Minions costume and get it back. <laughs> that sounds funny. I can't wait to go in here and watch this film. So let us know, man, what you got next coming up, because I know you got some stuff lined up. Well, Office Hours with Tim Heidecker, of course. I'm doing that show weekly when Yo. Tim gets back from tour, finally, if he ever gets back. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're doing the Pound Cast. We're doing Office oh. Hours. We're doing um, Two Wet Crew. We're doing Pound House. We got all kinds of fun stuff coming up. Yeah. So can you let our fans know, man, um, where they can follow you? Oh, at Doug Pound with two Gs and all the social media you can find. You can find my little music videos and Doug's Bugs on, on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> Give it up one more time for Doug, man. We're getting ready to go in here and check this movie out. We're here at Sundance. I want to ask you one last question. All right. How does it feel to be at Sundance premiering you all's film? I mean, this is a blast. Every time I get a chance to come to Sundance, I come. Yeah. It's, it's just it's fun. It's just a fun, at, creative, inspiring atmosphere, don't you think? Most definitely. Yeah, that's see, that's why we that's why we're here. Networking. Hey man, it's nothing but love. Click on this Sundance Film Festival. Doug, my brother. Can't wait to see the film. All right. I hope thanks, you like it. Thanks, man. What's so, happening? How are you? Let's talk about this collaborative film. What is the biggest challenge of of doing a, a film that that has so many directors, so many pieces? I mean, for us it was just fun. You know, the the most um, the reason we make movies is it's a collaborative art form and it was a really efficient way to get to know a bunch of filmmakers that yeah. inspire us and and um, and to make a collective work of art which is what every movie is anyway yeah. you know every movie is a film by a lot of people and yeah. and um, uh, it's really nice to um, not be entirely in control of something it's creatively really liberating Creative liberating, but I guess yeah. also challenging as well when you're doing something with like 15 directors and so many casts and so many segments as well, right? Of course, but the truth is is that everybody has such goodwill for one another and we're all, you know, um, applying our work to a, a, a common purpose, which is to glorify cigarette boats to the cinematic world. Okay, wow. <laughs> you always have so many amazing projects you're attached to, Phil. What else do you have coming up? I know you got some good stuff coming up. Uh, well, we've announced a, a sequel to Spider-Verse, 
So yes. we're work on that. Yes. Um, and expect even more untranslated Spanish. <laughs> uh, and, um, and then we've got a bunch of other really exciting things in the pipe, including another animated movie that uh, we produce that comes out this year. Um, and we'll have uh, a trailer dropping this spring. I was a huge fan of the Spider-Verse. Um, what, what can we expect out of the sequel? Uh, where, where, where do we see uh, Morales and, and Spider-Gwen and the rest of the characters going? Don't go anywhere. <laughs> or does it keep it separate? I have so many questions. <laughs> I would say without, we've got a long runway and yeah. many secrets to unveil. And yeah. I'd say um, everyone's desires will be fulfilled. Yeah, well, it certainly was for the first one, yeah. yeah. And I, had, I was the movie is currently four hours long. <laughs> <laughs> Phil, do you, do you ever plan to do anything in the Star Wars uh, universe again? I never say never. Never say never? Okay. Never say never. So careers are long. Yes, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, you heard it here first. You're click on this, guys. Yeah. Phil Lord here at the Omniboat. Yeah, that card. Thanks so much. Talking well, it has been a ill show tonight, and I think we have all learned some valuable lessons. This is your bot for the bad boys of Baltimore saying, Until next time, keep chilling. Like a villain. Bye, goodbye, 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 goodbye.